Stern. Anywhere, everywhere, Sirius XM. I got to have, uh, I've got to have set some sort of record in terms of hours on air. I mean, I, I don't know. Does anybody else have as many hours on air as me? I've been doing this for forty something. I think forty years. I think. Is the Guinness Book out there looking things up? Yeah, I mean, who's logged more hours than me? But I don't think it. Um, it matters anymore in the world of podcasts. You got people talking twenty four seven on there, and they're calling it radio. So I guess, I guess uh, I'm gonna lose that title at some point. I'm talking about like know. professional radio. You know what I mean? Like where you get paid and stuff. Aren't those podcasts like twenty minutes long? Well, it depends on the podcast. There are people who you know yammer away for hours. Really? More than more than us? Yeah. Those usually don't get listened to, from what I understand. Doesn't matter. They're logging hours. <laughs> uh, but I, oh, I, doesn't somebody have to be listening? Are you really talking if nobody's listening? I don't know. All I know is I added it up, and a third of my life has been with you, the people. The people. And uh, what a treat. What a treat to share me with you. <laughs> Wow. Has it been a treat for you or just for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there are people now on the Internet who um, sleep on camera and get paid. They they go on Twitch and they sleep and then people will pay to watch them. I mean, they're logging real hours on air. So. Yeah, but that's not broadcasting. Well, it is broadcasting, so I don't <laughs> think our title's going to hold up. Sadly. No, we can't lose to somebody sleeping. <laughs> I stayed up last night to watch the Emmys. I don't know why. They're not important anymore. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody, you know, some people watch some of these shows. It's not like a, a it's not like the days when you had three networks and everyone watched the same shows. And then it came down to whether my mother, the car or um, bewitched got the Emmy. And now yeah, it's I don't like, even well, know some of these shows. You know, yeah. they mention them, and I'm like, I don't know where that is. Yeah, I don't either. I don't even know where the network is. But <laughs> but uh, I did see White Lotus, which was on HBO, and that was yeah, really, you really good. Like that, yeah, I loved it. Uh, Ted Lasso. I watched a couple of episodes. wasn't my thing, but everybody loves you don't it. Get I, it. Oh, I don't get it for some reason. You love it, I right? I love Ted Lasso. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Ted Lasso guy. I I got to be honest. I put it on, and I think I watched the, uh, seven episodes, and four of them. I'm like, really? Is this what everyone's <laughs> carrying on about? I mean, it's great if you if you're into Ted Lasso. Uh, I don't put you down. I mean, I never really liked uh, comedies like like sitcoms and stuff. There's a couple I like, but right. And Succession is another show that won outstanding drama. And again, oh I my I God, watched it's the best show. Is that the one with Paul Giamatti? No, that's Billions. Oh, that's the one I tried to watch. I didn't get into that. <laughs> and Succession, I don't Succession think I ever tried. Succession is like uh, based, uh, well, it's loosely based on Rupert Murdoch's family. You know, it's Yeah, I watched like, that. Uh, 
And it's watched- all the people are trying to figure out who's going to replace dad once he goes. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't like that. I don't No, there's that. no love in this one. You will yeah. like it. <laughs> it's not a Hallmark like, kind of thing. <laughs> I don't like people who work for their parents. <laughs> I really don't. I, I always resented when I, when I graduated college and I went out to the workplace to find work. I was so resentful of people who had parents who helped them. I knew a ton of guys on Long Island who they worked for their dads. And I guess I was jealous because they were set up. I mean, jealous in the sense that they were set up, but also not envious that they had to answer to their fathers for the rest of their lives. It's almost like a permanent state of not growing up. I think that's what happened to Trump and a lot of dudes who get their money from their parents. They never really truly learn to make it on their own and have this sort of a life where they never really know whether they're any good or not. They've never been put to the test. So I hate the succession. I don't want to see people, you know, I want to see people saying, fuck you, dad. I'm going to go do it on my own. I don't I'm going to go money. fail on my own. <laughs> right. Um, I saw that um, I didn't stay up and watch the whole thing, but I read that Jean Smart won Best Actress in a Comedy for her role in Hacks. And Hacks won three Emmys. I was glad because I really do like that show a lot. See, that, um, I don't get that one. I tried after you oh, and Beth said that so was good, good. I went and tried. I can't sit through it. We uh, uh, we love it. <laughs> what did you just do? I just vomited. I'm sorry. Excuse me. That was unprofessional. Take away my Emmy. I, I lay in bed and go, you know what? I deserve awards, but I don't know. For what? I mean, I don't know where I can <laughs> get who's one. Gonna, yeah. We don't have an academy. Like, I'm on 40 years. I've been entertaining people. And it's like, I don't even get an award, you know? And people carry on with those awards. Um, Lizzo was in tears. And then there was some other woman. I don't know her name. She started breaking out into Cheryl song. Lee Ralph. Yeah. Cheryl Lee Ralph. My goodness. I was like, honey, calm the fuck down. You're not in Ukraine fighting Russia. You're on goddamn television. On some show but, I never you know, heard of. like people, uh, you know, it's just in, indicative of how little they think of themselves until somebody else acknowledges them, I think. Yeah, you know? have like, some pride. You already did the good work. They yeah. just gave you a statue. Can you imagine if I got up there and sang and singing. cried? Old man of when you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. She was going wild. She's an incredibly talented woman. Is she? Never heard of yes. her. Yes. She was the original dream girl. You didn't ah. see her on Broadway. She was amazing. I'd rather pull amazing. out my I'd rather pull out the hair on my balls with a tweezer <laughs> than hear that. <laughs> There I am, tweezing. That, that's me waxing. It's <laughs> crying. I'm an endangered species. I could see you singing this. I could see uh, you doing this. It sounds like my kind of song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is something I think you could tackle. But I sing no victim song. <laughs> 
This had to be the the funniest yeah. moment of the night, right? I didn't see the whole thing, but well, I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel might have been. <laughs> I didn't so see funny. Jimmy. I heard he was in trouble. Hey, it, it, hey, play Robin when she won her award. Go ahead, Fred. Play the yeah. tape. Oh, love. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that right. is the best award speech right there. <laughs> I never heard of this woman. I'm an endangered species. John Voight's uh, girlfriend. She's the mother of oh, uh, John yeah. Voight's black son. She, she was great in that. Yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> Is that what she won the Emmy for, for being John Voight's wife? No, I think she's in something else. Oh. Abbott Elementary. It's a sitcom yeah. on ABC. Oh, my God. Never even heard of it. Oh, she's singing and carrying. Calm down. It sounds like she's on a roller coaster. <laughs> I found myself missing Will Smith. Like, you know. I, I, I well, think he that's been what there. I think Jimmy Kimmel provided. You know, uh, Will Arnett, I think, dragged him out on stage and then, uh, you Kimble, know, announced Kimble. the winner of an award. And Jimmy's body, you know, he was just sort of lying there. He didn't say anything. He just laid there. And the woman had to give her acceptance speech while Jimmy was lying on the floor next to her. And everybody's upset about it. Well, you know... I understand this kind of, I didn't see it, but, um, it was very controversial when I was fart man, you know, Metallica was yes. accepting a big award and, uh, I just stood there and farted during it. And, right. You uh, didn't leave. You, you kept, you know, showing your butt cheeks. Yeah. And Lars kicked me in my asshole at uh, literally, right? He put his foot in the hole and, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, people loved it. I thought, so, but, uh, you know, you, you, sometimes you got to take risks in your career. Yeah, I don't uh, but know if I, Jimmy got the reaction, but I was looking at Twitter. Yeah, uh, people were upset. Ah, uh, poor Jimmy. He's going to take it hard. Um, I got to hear this again. This is some song. <laughs> I think it should be the new theme of the show. <laughs> Imagine if I won an award and I got up and started singing. I mean... Is this an actual song or was she I ripping? I don't know. I don't mm. know, know these words. Excuse me, Robin. Yeah, who is that? That's oh, William Shatner. How are you, Bill? Bill? Mr. Shatner, why are you just staring at me? Say something. I am an endangered species. <laughs> but I sing. No victim song. I am a woman. 
I am an artiste, and I know where my voice belongs. Wow. I am Isn't a woman. It a real song, I guess. I guess so. I exist. Wow. Such great words. I am not Sulu. <laughs> no, you're not. My wow. body is fertile. I bring life about. I want my residual checks. <laughs> you know, Mr. Shatner, you are such a great interpreter of song. For you to put an arrangement together of Cheryl Lee Ralph's performance so quickly, so rapidly. Yes. Uh, this when, just came to me. Uh, this did, is a completely original song. I was just sleeping and I suddenly woke up and felt the urge to call in. Oh, so you didn't watch the Emmys. You just kind of like heard this and then immediately could break into it. Like you picked it up that quickly. Of course. Wow. Of course I hear someone else singing. I go, I can do better than that. Well, I flew into space and George did not. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Cheryl Lee Ralph, the winner of the... Emmy is on the phone now to do an exclusive interview with us and how oh. excited she is. Yes, Miss Ralph. I'm taking my morning duty. Think about what they're doing when they give these speeches and what will happen after. I don't know. The crowd seemed to like it, you know. Well, that crowd doesn't know what to do. Anytime. Yeah, she was all fired up. Uh, oh, so so let me get back to this because, I mean, Jimmy's a friend. So what happened? That he went up and did a shtick well, with Will yeah, Arnett? I think that uh, what the way I understand Kimble, Kimble. it is... He was already supposedly dead. It was like Will Arnett was dragging a dead body on stage. But why was Jimmy dead? There. Why was Jimmy dead? I don't dead? think it was uh, recognized. And well, JD, do you know more about this? Yeah. So Will Arnett dragged Jimmy out, and Will said, uh, "You know, Jimmy lost his award for like the thirteenth year in a row. He had some drinks backstage, and he passed oh. out, okay. <laughs> and." Uh, and so here we are, and uh, and that's what. So that's in other words, he was supposed to present with Jimmy, but Jimmy was unconscious, and then he dragged yes. him onto the stage. Yes, yes. And what happened? The, the crowd started booing or something? No, 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 no. Then they, had, you know, Will went on and announced the winner of that okay. category, and right. left Jimmy lying there. And the woman had to step over Jimmy to get to the microphone and do her acceptance speech and what people saying that up? upstaged her and was no, inappropriate and disrespectful it. well i'm telling you what people said jimmy uh was committed to his character yeah uh, that is true like will, like even during the commercial break will arnett dragged jimmy off the stage see what i mean jimmy's turn <laughs> let me tell you something i didn't want to I, this is not he's my story to actor. tell Gimble, jimmy's Gimble. been taking acting lessons and uh, he's learned about committing I, to a character <laughs> I was shocked. Like he, he was just laying there. He didn't. Rea you couldn't see his he face didn't reacting react at all. Or anything. Yeah. Well, he just let me ask there. you something. 
How would you have felt if Jimmy came back to life during the woman's speech? So he recycled. Well, even gave him an opportunity to not be there. She said, "Jimmy, it's okay. I won because she's well, friends with him, and he did not twitch. He did not move." See, I would have gave her a thumbs up. I would have turned it into a fucking great bit. Like if I won the award and Jimmy's, you know, committed to his character, and then I would have like, I would have squatted over and start farting in his face, or like, <laughs> or like, hey Jimmy, I'm gonna take out my cock and piss on your face, and I'm gonna, you know what I mean? And then, uh, you, you know, and see Jimmy, if he you really gotta wake up. <laughs> I would, I would have teabagged Jimmy. You know what I mean? Put my balls on his chin. I mean, it would have been funny, but uh, no, no one can roll with a bit. No one can roll with it. Yeah, they asked the woman backstage, Quinta Brunson. If she uh, liked it, and uh, she knows Jimmy, and like she should have disrobed him. She should have pulled his pants down and stuff. You know what I mean? They had some fun with it. No one wants to have fun. Um, it was a little bit confusing when Jimmy Kimmel wouldn't get up. And I was wondering <laughs> what was going through your mind at that moment, and if you have any thoughts on having that happen during your speech. I don't know. I don't really. I, I know Jimmy. They're trying to build up a case against them, you know, like. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you what was on Twitter. Twitter yeah, was I not hate kind. It. Yeah. All right. Big deal. They Kimmel, were offended. God. Jimmy was um, showing his privilege and, you know, every what? woman should be offended. Well, I guess I'm a dude. I'm not offended. <laughs> I would have pulled his pants off. I would have gotten some big laughs with that. I would have worked with Jimmy. I would have stepped on his nuts. Forget about it. See how committed he was to the character. <laughs> Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> hey, let, let him get a whiff of my asshole after sitting in that chair for three hours. Sweaty balls and ass. <laughs> then I would have flipped him over and stuck my cock in his ass and see if he would have reacted to it. If he's committed to his character, he would not have moved. If he's really passed out. If Jimmy's passed out, let me pull down his pants and have anal sex with him. <laughs> agreement is agreement. I don't care how drunk you were. Oh! I would have turned it into a whole thing. Play my game, yeah. Want to play? Yes, as you can hear, people take these awards seriously. <laughs> well, they got to calm down. Oh my god. I would have Robin join me on stage. She could have shit on Jimmy's chest and like see if Jimmy would move. Jimmy would have loved it. Calm down. The guy tried something. Not looking to be privileged. He tried a bit. That's all. Either you like it or you don't. The bit was Would Jimmy's he have upset. done that to George Clooney? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he would have. I have no idea. I, I don't, don't either. <laughs> Might be time to get... Uh, Jimmy on here. Is he due to come in? I think he is going to be on soon. He is due to come yes. in. Yeah. He's coming yeah, on. When's he coming on? When's he coming um, on, Gary? I don't, I got, I got to find the date, but it's, um, I think within the next two weeks. He's doing his, he's doing a show in Brooklyn. I would have had all kind of Kimble, fun with that. Like, I go, Oh, Jimmy died. Let me put some, uh, let, let me draw a swastika on his forehead and, <laughs> and, and then put a couple of, draw a couple of dicks on his face, right? Like, like, you know, do some funny stuff, but eh, people don't want to have fun anymore. Everyone takes it seriously. Like I said, you know, these people get dressed up, they mm. write speeches, big they moment. make up songs, whatever. You know, this is a big deal for them. And Jimmy's okay. lying there. <laughs> well, the woman the woman in this clip is saying that she wasn't offended. And I don't know. I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the Internet thinks. But 
I, I don't know. I know him. Honestly, it was kind of Jimmy gave me my first like big late night spot and was one of the first people to see Abbott. And one of the first people he Instagram messaged me that he saw this comedy and thought it was one of the greatest comedies of all time. And he was so excited it was going to be on ABC. So I was wrapped up in the moment. I don't know. Tomorrow, maybe I'll be mad at him. I'm going to be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Nice. (laughs) Another punch in the face. No, please Mm -hmm. don't do that. Another Will Smith moment. Jimmy will be here on September 27th, and I guess we'll find out what happens. If he's not in Hollywood jail for what he just did. (laughs) Maybe. Might be. You're right. (laughs) So great. I hope he passes out here. We're going to have some fun with him. With his body. <laughs> he would know better. Kimble, kimble. <laughs> Wake up with a, yeah. a Richard pubic hair mustache. <laughs> if somebody comes out, does a bit, and I win an award, I'm going with it. I'm uh, uh, Guy's passed out. Let's have some fun. Somebody give me a uh, lipstick. We're going to draw some dicks on his face. <laughs> you say that because you have no stature. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm just thinking <laughs> it could be fun. I said Jimmy gave her an opportunity. She didn't punt. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Jimmy was sitting at a table with Molly, his beautiful wife, and Amanda Seyfried, and her husband, and Andrew Garfield from Spider-Man. I mean, Jimmy Hobnob and Big Time. I think oh, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are his people. And uh, he's best friends with uh, Will Arnett. I mean, I yeah, see I these guys. Yeah, there's a whole cabal. They probably cook that up backstage, you know. Sure. I know what we'll do. <laughs> I know what we'll do, Jimmy. I'll drag you out. You got drunk backstage. That's a great you lost, idea. You got drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Let's go with it. <laughs> I won't get shit for it. You will. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know this either. The uh, I was reading reaction and and I think this uh Kinta uh, Bronson said Jimmy was one of the comedy godfathers. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Hello, comedy godfather. (laughs) I didn't see it. JD, did you um, watch the bit? Were you offended? Um, Were you upset by it? But you're a a white male, so I don't know. Yeah, what does JD's word mean? (laughs) I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, He's probably the only Uh, one who saw it. I wasn't upset. I thought that he would wake up like whenever the crowd started applauding for her. I thought that's when he'd stop um, mm. and get up. But no, he committed and uh, and she didn't seem all that bothered by it. She powered through her speech, so it was fine um, to me. So, all right. There you go, I'm, J.D. I'm says. How much is J.D. Committed. ever offended by? You could, you could make a shit on J.D.'s face and I don't think he'd ever react. Excuse me, Robin. That's not true at all. I could be Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Mel Gibson. Hi, Mr. Ah. Gibson. I would never do some stupid shit like he did. Disgusting. You were, you were offended by Jimmy's bit? It was offensive, inappropriate, vile. If I was there, I'd stuff my cock in his mouth so he could blow me. All right. Well, Mel Gibson says it was offensive to, uh, in other words, she won the award and Jimmy should have woken up, as uh, J.D. said, and gotten up off the floor. 
Exactly. When I won a fucking Oscar, I treated it with respect. <laughs> Unforgivable. Right. He should Oscar Meyer baloney. All right, there's Mel Gibson. Boy, well, everyone's Mel stopping Gibson by. Mel Gibson seems to... To huh? think that was the wrong thing to do. When you when Mel Gibson thinks you were wrong, then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> you may be wrong. <laughs> right. Well, uh, all right. So there's Jimmy at the Emmys. There's Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee Ralph earlier on the red carpet was all fired up, too, so... She was very, very empowered and feeling very good about her career. It feels so excellent. It feels better than you can imagine to be here, to get out and immediately hear them calling your name, all three of them. She's a very upbeat person, I guess. Woo! I don't. She's a lovely person. I know yeah. her a little bit. Uh, Laverne Cox uh, was there on the red carpet. She's very excited, too. She did that question again. Oh, oh, she's doing her red carpet thing again. Yeah, she's uh, she she was like, um, tell us the story of what you're wearing. It's not yeah. appropriate, evidently, to say, what are you who, wearing or who, who are, are you, you wearing? wearing? Yeah. yeah, it's not a good question. For some reason, that became like the I don't see how it's any different. You're asking the same question. You're asking yeah. who designed this thing. Why is say, that offensive again? Story. I forget. Uh, I think women were saying that all they were were being addressed as clothes hangers. You know, if you're just asking me who am I wearing, I might as well just be a model. I'm here as an actress or a singer or a whatever. And so. Uh, but weren't they asking the dudes what they're wearing, too? I mean, it wasn't like uh, it was a sexist thing. No, not so much. Every dude was at that time in a. Black tuxedo. Who cares? Well, the real, the true story of what you're wearing is you got a free dress. You know, the more appropriate question. If I was working for E, I would go up to the women and say, "Where was your dress born?" <laughs> That's what I would say, and treat the dress as a human being <laughs> and give it respect. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Where was your dress created and born? And what is it doing here? So Laverne Cox's well, the big question is... the story of is sort of implying that somehow you had a thought about what you wanted to look like tonight and uh, somebody helped you to bring it into life. Yeah, Shirley Ralph had a whole thing. What story are you telling us with this iconic look? You know something that black is anything but basic. It is classic. It is chic. It is timeless. It is evergreen. It is far from basic. It is black. Ow! Always a word. Uh, excuse me. Where, where did where did your dress go to college and what pronouns oh that noise that laverne cox makes ow yeah. that's her new thing that she, whenever oh, she uh, yeah she squeals before she asks a question like she always has a new thing this is her thing you'll see From abbott elementary the icon the legend herself miss Sh mrs cheryl lee ralph Thank you. Not it's annoying Alexandra at all. It's Nicole Byer. Nicole! Ow! Ow! It's Kate McKinnon. Ow! I love you so much. 
Show business is really weird. You don't need that. Very much so is, yes. You know where she got that from? Cousin Brucie. (laughs) (laughs) The original. He was was so original, this guy got on the radio in the 50s and started going. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's bringing that back. The icon, the legend herself, Mrs. Cheryl Lee Ralph. <laughs> that is so crazy. Thank you. Thank you. It's Alexandra Daddario. When did Laverne come up with that? Like, was she sitting at home going, oh, got to do that red carpet thing? She must have heard me when I was doing Kajibuji Sock Hop on uh, WCBS FM after I left AM radio. I used to do... Of course, it's Kate McKinnon. She was workshopping a lot of dumb noises. Uh, Just one last word about um, um, one last word about the Emmys, I guess. I I was very offended for Jennifer Coolidge, who I think is kind of funny. She's this actress who was in uh, she was Stifler's mom back in the day, if you remember that movie. What was the name of that movie? American Pie? Right. Yes. She played Stifler's mom, and she was really good in uh, this show, The White Lotus. But she got up, and she's kind of kooky, and was kind of fun. And they played her right off, like they started playing music. And then the she started dancing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's she was just lovable kook, and I, I wanted to hear what she had to say. And and they had they a million. They didn't give bed. her any time. No, like like was. And like, thank you to my amazing uh, team. Wait, hold on. No, this is a once in a lifetime thing, and I'm I'm full. I'm full. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. Jacob Fenton, my a UTA, and Jonathan Weinstein. So rude. It's so rude. I don't know. I don't like it. The only other weird thing that we saw on the Emmys to report, and then I got to move on, but there was a fucking you know back in the day during the Emmys. They would never have run an ad like this, but, you know, everybody's hard up for ad dollars, so they're accepting more and more ads. This is an ad for a product to help women shit. Um, but Ooh. I was like, I was watching and I said, why, why can only women shit with this product? What, what about dudes? Like, what is it not Bid strong enough? Work on dudes? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what, like, here's this woman talking about shitting right during the, uh, Emmy. being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's also having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do. Oh, you mean pooping? Let's just say Garden of Life's doctor-formulated women's probiotics contain 40 billion probiotics that help your digestion so you can be a more regular human. You should just say poop. It's 2022. I think everyone knows that women poop. I, I don't. According to my wife, she I love doesn't. pooping. Pooping is powerful. I'm a woman pooping on TV. Look for Garden of Life, the number one <laughs> probiotic that helps women number two. I'm a pooping woman, and I approve this message. Mm. Yeah, we're getting a lot more... Uh, women-oriented 
advertising where you talk about exactly what happens to a woman's body. Yeah. The shitting as you get older, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, you need some help with that shit. I, st- I got on the Metamucil uh, bandwagon a bunch of years ago, and I shit like a prince. I mean, forget about it. You should see what's coming out of me three times a day sometimes because of this Metamucil, and it's beautiful. Everything floating. I've never had more perfect turds. <laughs> like, sometimes I almost want to take a picture. Like, you know, when you, if you look up on the Internet, what is a perfect bowel movement? There are pictures? It's, yeah, you're supposed, it's supposed to float in the bowl and be solid and fluffy because that's, you know, from eating fiber and plus. Anyway, I'm available to endorse these kind of products because I believe in Metamucil. I'm, I'm ready to be their spokesperson, talk about my turd, my duty. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I like stare at it. I'm like, Jesus, it's perfect and it's huge. Like, and I feel like, oh, everything's coming out. Like nothing, nothing's hanging out in my body. It's just like emptying. (laughs) Greatest thing ever went on is Metamucil. Love that product. And by the way, they don't pay me. I'm just, that's a free plug right there. You're not even getting free Metamucil. Now, and speaking of Jimmy Kimmel, I think he went on it because of me and he's, he always thanks me. He's like, damn, I love it. No, he was passed out the other day. I think everything (laughs) came out of him. Yeah. Metamucil. Metamucil. It tastes like apple pie. It's fucking awesome. Metamucil apple crisp. I crave that taste. I always enjoy the taste. Every day. I don't want to have pockets in my colon. I don't know what I do without you. I gotta, I gotta call Doctor Regis. Metamucil, I love. Well, excuse me, uh, how many Metamucil crackers should I be eating? There's a lot of sugar in that. <laughs> Let's put a lot of thought into things. Uh, yeah. Dealing with my mom again yesterday. Big day. Got her to another doctor appointment. That's always a victory. She actually went to it. Yeah, she had to go. Yeah. You can't go to the gynecologist. He needs his equipment. You can't Zoom gynecological exams. <laughs> you know what? They checked her out every time. I've sent her to great guys, great doctors, you know, men and women. And uh, same results. Nothing. They, they don't see anything weird down there. Mm. But she's in pain and discomfort. And uh, they give her some cream to rub on her uh, tweeter. And uh, then they send her off. So I don't know what's going to be. I'm rubbing the cream on my tweeter right now, and let me tell you. You should hear the discussions I have with my mom. You know, she's talking about Sounds like that commercial. Yeah, no, I have really graphic... I'm sorry to talk to you about my tweeter, but what am I to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who else like, am I going to talk to? Listen, it's difficult. I used to talk to your father about my snatch, but now <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It sounds to me like she's got some chapped lips down there, but I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm trying to get her checked out. And then she went and then, you know, but it's like, I, I go, mom, you gotta, she goes, can he come here? <laughs> mom, what's he going to do? He's going to stick a finger in you. He's got to, he's got to have his lights. He's got to get in the syrups. You know what I mean? I know, but you know how hard it is for me. To go to these doctors, you know how difficult 
Ma, look, either you're going to go or you're not. I don't know what to tell you. Your mom needs to get up and start moving around. Oh, you know what, darling? I wish you would come with me when I go there. And you sit and we talk to her, your head will explode. No, she'll be up moving around if I'm there. No. (laughs) Although, you know, you got that nurse mentality. My daughter, my daughter does get her up. My daughter, who's a nurse, she gets her up. You don't listen. You just say we're going, you know, while they're complaining, you keep going. I call the doctor. What's wrong with my mother? Well, let me put it in layman's turn. Her her vagina looks like an old bologna sandwich. <laughs> oh, okay. That I understand. <laughs> an old bologna. <laughs> I understand that, doctor. Thank you for thank you for dumbing it down for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then my the, goodness. And then she the gets dignity. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> and even with these creams and where do I put this cream inside or around the hole? <laughs> I think you're supposed to put it around the hole, mom. You're not <laughs> in the hole or outside of the hole. Outside the hole. Were you at the appointment? How do you no. know you're right? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm, I I was on the phone with, uh, well, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to get too far into it. I probably got too far already. But so, uh, you know, I just feel for my mom. She's discom- yeah. in a lot of discomfort. I make these appointments for her. But even when I make the um, appointments, it's the whole wind up to the appointment. I want you to pray for me. Why, mom? Why am I praying for you? Do you think something's going to go wrong at the doctor? He's going to help you. Pray for me. Just pray. Oh, you want me to pray for you so that you have a safe trip to the doctor? Yes. Oh, okay. And 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 that that nothing is wrong. That's so. That's so. Of course. All right. It's a whole wind up, like a whole saga. You know, like like yeah. And it and it tears up my heartstrings. It's like you know, I. I just hope I can go. Well, why wouldn't you go? You know how hard it is for me. You don't know how hard it is for me. You just said, I know how hard it is for you. And then you said, you don't know how hard it is. <laughs> you don't, you do know and you don't know. And it's not, uh, it's not, it's, uh, you know. But I she doesn't know. realize she's getting weaker and weaker from this inactivity. No. Well, and that's you're right. causing more and more of these issues. I tell her that. I go, Mom, you got to get out of bed. Let me take you outside. It's easy for you to say you're not in my <laughs> body. Okay. Okay. Easy does it. I'm telling you, Robin, it's like wrestling an, wrestling an alligator. And I, and I said to her, I said, uh, Mom, let, let me take you outside, blah, blah, blah. No dice. Then when, I, when I'm talking to the doctor, they're not so concerned about the vagina. They're more concerned about uh, she's got swollen legs. And I said, yes, look, I said, is, I said, uh, look, she doesn't get out of bed. I know this. Listen, I'm no doctor, but I, know, I said she doesn't get out of bed. She eats all salty food, which retains water. And then they say, well, they could put her on a diuretic, but if they put her on a diuretic, she's going to pish more. And if she pishes right. more, she's going to be miserable. So, But this anyway. is loss of muscle tone when, you know, yeah. when you...
Don't move around. Your lymph and your blood winds up pooling in your legs because you don't have the muscle tone to push it up. Who is that? (laughs) It's Robin advising me. Who is Robin? She works with me. All right. (laughs) She doesn't know. We'll see how she does when she's my age. I think she'll do well. She understands she has to walk around. Listen, I understand I have to walk around too, but it's so hard for me. Yes, it's going to be hard at first. Going to be hard at first. Robin says it's going to be hard at first. Hard? Hard (laughs) at first. What's going to be hard? Walking around. I can't do it. All right. Anyway. And the other thing she needs is those, um, what do they call them? Compression hose, compression stockings uh, uh, and socks. Mom, you know what you'd look hot in? Compression hose. <laughs> I got it with, the, Robin, I'm trying everything. I got it with a physical therapist. Don't ask what's going on. I'm trying everything to get her up and moving around. I know, I know all of this, but uh, it's, it's, she's tough. She's a tough customer, my mom. She's you a tough customer. You have no idea what I used to deal with. And so, you know, the first uh, time I got called the N word, it was by a patient. <laughs> Yeah. I was trying to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help, and they called you the N-word. You see what I mean? That's right. That's right. And guess what happened to him? What did you do? He wound up in a chair where he didn't want to go. I was uh, getting him out of bed to get in a chair. I didn't care. That's a terrible story. <laughs> I have to go now. I'm rubbing cream into my tweeter. All right, Mom. See you later. Yes, take care of that. I'm gonna take care. <laughs> anyway, no, I hope she, I hope she gets some relief. It's just a real. It's just so sad, you know. My dad's gone, and you know, listen. Uh, famously, I've explained to you on the air my my trials and tribulations with my father, but it's just sad to see him gone. It's weird, and it's like a different reality. And my mom, it's hitting her hard. Mm-hmm. And I think my mom's just given up. I think she's just basically saying, I don't want to be here anymore. But then, but the weird thing is, she'll say that in this, in one breath. And then, but then I go, so let's go crazy. Let's go have a glass of wine and, uh, and, uh, and, and roll around Celebrate. outside. Yes. Yeah, and if you catch pneumonia, what's the difference? You don't want to be here anymore. Oh, no. I Who said I don't want to be here? Cause I said to her, you know, my dad at the end was taking a lot of morphine because he was transitioning. You know, that's what they call it when you're dying. And they go, he's transitioning and they, and you know, they could detect that he was in a lot of pain. So they, um, they put him on a lot of morphine. So my mom was in a lot of pain and I said to her, you know, they gave you morphine to take. She's allowed to take morphine every four hours uh-huh. according to her pain. So I said, mom, why don't you just take more morphine? No, what are they trying to do to do to me what they did to your father? And I go, they didn't do anything to that. They just helped him not be in pain. He was dying. Doesn't mean if you take morphine, you're dying. She thinks if she takes more morphine that they're trying to kill her. So, so me, I said, mom, if I was you, I'd be so, I'd be so high on morphine. 
<laughs> I'd be like one of those movies I used to watch on Sunday afternoons, those karate movies where those uh, old Chinese guys would be in opium dens. I'd be like, Pass I'd be out. Like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm not going to be in any pain. Give me some more morphine. I go, Mom, eat morphine. Do what you want. She wasn't eating for a while, so I said to her, have a party. So she likes egg drop soup. I'm ordering her egg drop soup. What happened? Her legs blew up. Egg drop soup is full of salt. It's I salt. Said, but I said, on the one hand, I either blow up her legs, or on the other hand, she just <laughs> starves to death. So, I mean, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. How they much nutrition is in egg drop soup? Oh, my God. They go, your mother needs to eat. I go, okay, Mom, here's some potato chips. Here's some Hershey's chocolate. I get some calories into her. Uh, and I go, Mom, have some fun. Well, she, she that shit she eats. Otherwise, she won't eat. But that could be contributing to a lot of things, too. Uh, it is. What? I, I, but, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, come on. Sometimes you have to do the right thing for a person. even What's the right thing it? at 94 and the woman's, you know, the woman's laying there dying and not eating? You should say, look, mom, we got to have a, uh, a goal here. And no, our goal... No. Is for yep. you to run a 5K race. Ah, <laughs> and so come we're on. now going to start training. You got to stop. You got You have <laughs> no idea what's going on. I'm telling you, Robin, this is a case that you it would crack even you. I, it would crack me, you think? <laughs> yeah, you would, let me tell you, more than one person has jumped out a window after talking to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> including my father. Oh, stop. You know, at the end, my father was like hallucinating and stuff. He wanted to jump out the window. He goes, they, they had to restrain him. He wanted to jump out the window. Yikes. Which would have fucked him up because they don't live that high up that he would die. He just would have been fucked up. He would have been broken up, but not dead, right? Yeah, exactly. I go, dude. Oh, yeah, he was a mess. I tell you what, I'm so depressed about aging. Forget about what I've seen. It is horrible. Well, uh, have you heard of epigenetics? Uh, epigenetics, of course I have. But why don't you explain to the audience what that is? Uh, since I'm so smart and I know everything. Yeah, of course I've heard of epigenetics. I, uh, epi anything I know. You invented it. Yeah, I invented it. Are you speaking of epi? <laughs> so you got to hear this one. Wait My a minute. Wife. I'm just saying oh. that you do not have to wind up like your parents. Just because you might have their genes doesn't mm. know that, doesn't mean that gene expression has to happen to you. Right. Positive attitude. Well, Look it's not you. only positive attitude. It's a different way of handling life and, and taking care of yourself. Look like at you all proud of yourself that you know about epigenetics. Oh, you get such a look on your face when you're explaining stuff. To me, especially. I don't, you know I sit in here and just study. Yeah, well. What do you like better? my friend. What do you like better? Your your green drink or epigenetics? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the green drink might be epigenetic. Right, sure. Absolutely. Good answer. Um. No, I got to tell I think I told you this off the air, but long story short, my wife goes for a walk without her shoes on on the beach. Boom. Out of nowhere, there's a bee sitting on the beach. Think about how big the beach is. She finds the one stupid ass bee sitting on the beach. She steps on on her. The bee stings her in the foot. Her fucking foot. She turns out she's allergic to bee stings. 
Her foot blew up the size of an elephant. I'm not bullshitting you. She wanted to post it on the internet. I said, don't. Because a lot of your brand is, uh, you know, turning guys on. They see this. They're, they're gonna, they're, 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 people are gonna freak out. We never saw anything like this. There were like bubbles of goo, like coming out of her feet. Yeah. Like, like she was seriously fucked up. It's still pretty fucked up. The doctor had to Did put she her go on. to the uh, doctor? Okay. Cause she usually she's on. like, I'm going to keep walking. Well, she did. She walked the <laughs> whole time. She pulled the bee out. The bee was still alive somehow. She threw it a, a, away and then she walked a couple of miles on it, gets home. I'm looking at this thing. Get her to the doctor. Doctor gives her two rounds of uh, intravenous antibiotics, a oh whole drip, goodness. everything. Don't ask. Another doctor uh, popped the fucking thing to get the juice out. I mean, you should have seen what was like an episode of Dr. Pimple Popper. It was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking wild. And um, so the doctor says to her, listen, you got an allergic reaction to a bee sting that's pretty severe. If you get stung by a bee the next time, the way it works is it's going to be even worse. Worse, yeah. So he prescribes for her the EpiPen, which is a pen that you inject into your large muscle group if you get stung again. So we're going for a walk. I don't know what it is with this woman, but I see bees swarming around her. We weren't on a beach trip, but there are bees swarming around her. Yellow jacks, jackets, whatever you call them. Yeah. Well, I go, where's your EpiPen? I'm not carrying that with me. I go, honey. She goes, I'll run home and get the EpiPen. I go, don't you get... No, it doesn't Robin, work that way. Well, uh, uh, well, what do you think I said? I go, honey. She is so fucking stubborn. She thinks she's going to survive the next time. She'll she goes, be able to walk home again with this right. thing. But the doctor was saying, you got to have the EpiPen with her. So now every time I say the word EpiPen, when we go for a walk, we go for a walk every day. Uh -huh. She gets she gets upset with me and she hates the word EpiPen. It, it drives her crazy. She, she goes crazy from the word EpiPen. If I say EpiPen, it's like she goes berserk. I should get her down here. Look, hey, just hey, hey, do me a you favor. told me that story, yeah. I was watching a movie where a guy got stung by a yellow jacket and died. Yeah. And then you well, tell well, me right. that story. So let's plan this out. Okay. I'm going to bring her down here. Wait till you see when I say EpiPen. Let it go okay. for a little bit. And then come in with your story because you were a nurse. Yeah. yeah. Because she won't listen to me. I said to her, you wear jean shorts when we walk. Put the EpiPen. As soon as I say EpiPen, she goes, ah, oh, stop with EpiPen. She, goes, she doesn't want to hear the word EpiPen. She, to something, she reacts to the word. Uh, it must mean something to her to have to carry something for her help. I don't know. But wait till you hear the fight she's going to put up about the EpiPen when okay. you bring it up. But you'll, I'll bring it up first. You'll see. All right. Let me text her. This is the funniest fucking thing you're ever going to see. She's it's got like, like slowly I turn. Yeah. Well, I go <laughs> like, why do you think, honey, the dude prescribed an EpiPen for you not to keep it at home? Sure enough, I go walking with her brother and my sister-in-law and, and Beth and there's bees swarming around her. her brother's swatting the bees around. I go, where the fuck is your EpiPen? Stop saying EpiPen, she said. <laughs> Hold it. Wait till you hear this. Stop should it. I text her or should I call her? Let's see. 
I'll call her. It's quicker. I fucking hate texting. I know. It looks texting? like you never texted before. <laughs> oh, look who I got a text from. Oh, I got a couple of celebrity texts here. Oh. Ah. Look at this. Who's in there? Uh, Mr. Tommy Matola, one of the big record oh. executives, says he needs to see me. Did he hear you Misses singing? Misses me. <laughs> Maybe that was it when he heard me singing. Uh, here. Honey, come on the air. Honey, come downstairs. First, she's going to say she's busy if she's not dialed up. Honey, come downstairs. Let's see what she says. Now, I know she's got that phone on her. She, she answers every, like she ignores me. She carries me. the phone, but not an EpiPen. No, the phone, the phone, you know what? That's a good point too. I got to bring that up. The phone is way more intrusive. And all we got is the one EpiPen. I mean, it's not like I got 50,000 of them. Right, it's like, right. Yeah. EpiPen. And she hid the EpiPen on me. I don't even know where it is. You don't so know where a, it is? Nope. Well, how are you going to help? I don't know. I'm not going to help. I can't help. I don't know where the EpiPen is. <laughs> okay, so far she's not picking up. She okay. she might be. Hey, let me call. Hold on. Take me a second. Did you get the new iPhone? I just ordered one. I have not gotten it yet. See, if she doesn't answer, I know she's avoiding me. Uh, maybe she heard. He said EpiPen. EpiPen. <laughs> Oh, wait. Here she comes. Hon? Come on the air. Come here. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I was just calling you to come on the air. No, I just got your message. Something right Oh, good. Okay. Oh, look how cute you look. No, I don't. I said you won't come down if you're not cute. I'm not cute. I love those glasses on you, by the way. I'm going to the eye doctor today. Hi, Robin. Good morning. I can't hear anybody. Put the volume uh -oh. up. You know how it? to do it. No, you know. I don't. Come on. Show how everyone... We've been practicing this. <laughs> How's that? Is that good? Can you hear? I can hear. Oh, that's... Now I... Yeah, make it now a little it's too loud. Now that's good. You're like... You know who you're like? Goldilocks. Do it just right. Sweetheart, um, by the way, I love your uh, outfit, the love t-shirt. The whole look looks great. Heart... Hey, this, I was just scooping poop in I'm, this outfit. I'm telling Robin... About your bee sting. Oh, jeez. And your foot, how I didn't let you put the picture on Instagram because for your brand, it would have oh, turned out. Oh, so up. good, though. I mean, if you saw this. It I'm going to post it now. Don't post it. I'm telling you, you're <laughs> making a mistake. If you post that picture, people aren't going to believe that's a human foot. That's okay. Yeah, but you don't want Happened. that. You're hot. You don't want people to think of you any less hot. Right? I don't care. It's okay. fascinating than a little bee I want, that. I want you to tell Robin and the rest of my audience, and please don't be insulted, why you won't carry your EpiPen. <laughs> Pop you on the head. You're so annoying with the EpiPen. Yeah. Why, first of all, what is it about the word EpiPen? He says it every second. Why won't you carry Honey, your EpiPen? do you have Epi your EpiPen? Uh, where's Honey, your, where's don't your Epi forget your EpiPen. Where is your EpiPen right now? My EpiPen is in the medicine cabinet with all of our other um In the medicine. kitchen or upstairs? Yes, in the kitchen. In so the if kitchen. it happens, I say, Honey, get my EpiPen. You okay. know where to get it. In the cabinet above where I have the snacks. Why, why when we're walking, and you know when you walk, bees are always around you and you
you know if you get stung, you could potentially... Yeah, but when you say, honey, get your EpiPen, I'm wearing sneakers, and we're walking into do you, town. Do you, wear, do you wear shorts with a back pocket? Tell me yes or no. Yes. Okay. How do you carry your phone? Everywhere we go. In but my you, hand. Right. I'm not so, carrying my EpiPen. So why can't you put your EpiPen in the back? <laughs> All right, enough. No, why? This isn't interesting to others. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Wait till Robin jumps in. She's holding back. Wait, she's. we got a whole plan on you. What? Why? If you got that reaction and the doctor said to you the next time you could, your throat could close up, you could die. Why the fuck wouldn't you carry the EpiPen? What is it psychologically about the EpiPen that you don't like? I, I don't. I haven't. What is it? Figured out What's why. going on? Like, I guess I'm not carrying my EpiPen around. Why? <laughs> why? Why do you think this is so funny? It's so, why are you laughing if it's not funny? <laughs> this is stupid. What did Jimmy do? We're going to have to talk him down. Call every, him. Every, should I call him? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just yeah, reading. Everybody's like, Gee, your friend Jimmy Kimmel, what he did. What did he do? Doesn't sound so terrible. He tried out a bit. He, In other words, he lost the Emmy earlier in the evening. Will Arnett walked out with him and dragged Jimmy across the stage as if Jimmy got so drunk being so upset. Oh. And then the woman who won, Nadia is saying Jimmy is disrespectful to women because he didn't pop up and end the bit and and he distract he took her moment away. Oh jeez. The woman said she's not upset. And what's the problem? It's listen, he tried to be interesting, it, you know, whatever. Let's watch it after. Yeah, we'll watch it. But, uh, anyway, enough of the EpiPen. I don't know what no, happened. No, no, but no, no, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Now, here's Robin. There's one thing I have to say, okay? Right, right. Go ahead, Robin. The doctor is not wrong. Once you have a, a massive allergic reaction like that, it means you're highly allergic. And the next time it happens, your reaction is going to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it's she not going to be... Robin, read the, the room. The, Look at her. You know, the Robin. and 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 Robin. just because you're wearing tennis shoes or sneakers does not mean the bee won't sting you in the leg, in the arm. And you saw how that area blew up. Suppose they the bee stings you in the neck or the face. That's when it could be really, really emergency kind of dangerous well and your what, EpiPen is in the medicine cabinet at home <laughs> but i can get the EpiPen. how much time until yeah, you have th- th- that's what i want to explain don't have that much time that's okay the, that's right. my question yeah. in other words you have this fantasy that you're going to walk home do you want to carry my EpiPen for me i would okay. if that's what it's going to take i'm going to get you a little compartment give me a little purse yeah yeah because i don't i mean i'll carry it for you i told you i carry it for you i mean you're busy carrying that phone. Isn't it great when Robin like lectures you? <laughs> yeah, but she makes sense. She does. Yeah, but what I said, I just do it. I don't take it because I know. <laughs> but it why? You. But, are, but are you just saying this, or are you really? No, I had a really bad time for that whole week. My yeah. throat was inflamed and the blisters formed. It was. I mean, now this this is really gross. Can I say this? Yeah. The skin um, on my foot where they popped it is peeling off, mm, and now I have yeah. a fresh layer of skin, and it looks like I have two different skin colors. It's really it's very bizarre looking well, I, I have a beef with you why when robin says it well because i do you listen you, you're kind of joking you're kind of i'm not you're being um what because i said uh, epi robin's not annoying No, because you get annoyed when yeah, i say stop it. Just stop but you know what's funny about you you think you're invincible like you think you could shake anything off but this you couldn't shake off when that be that be one i mean that be won the battle yeah she had to die though do you know when they sting you they die 
When Think about how she singers. died. I felt so bad. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's like sunning herself on I the know, beach. I she's having a good day pollinating, and then this big foot comes and steps on her. Right. Horrible. It's unbelievable. By yeah. the way, um, you know, I was thinking about Beth and this whole thing with the EpiPen. I'm actually glad Robin said so. Oh, excuse me. Something. Someone's at the door. Let me take it. Oh, everybody. TV doctor, doctor now wants to talk to Beth. Hello. Go ahead, doctor. How Hello. y'all doing? All right. Yes. What are you doing? You don't want to use EpiPen when you go on the beach. You want to die? You think, what do you think going to be more sexy? Being alive or being in the ground because you don't use EpiPen? You have now, to use them. Doctor, now explain to my wife that the EpiPen can, how it works and how it can save her. Go ahead. The issue with Beth is she needs to use this when she get allergic reaction. What are you going to do if you're dead? You can't feed the cat little yoder, Coco melon, little cricket, mama me, flower, the naughty pebble. You're going to be dead and no one's going to feed them. Don't you see? <laughs> I'm back to now. You are saying you, so, you need you, you need it. <laughs> I didn't know he was following Beth this closely. Yeah, and Dr. Now knows all of my all of my fosters. I didn't know. Senior foster tableau tableau. You need my old you the rabbit. Just 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 a rabbit. Tell Dr. Now what I ate for dinner last night. People yeah, think I don't ahead. eat. Tell them what I ate for dinner last night. What did you, what did you eat, eat for dinner? That huge egg sandwich with dripping oh. on a big baguette with cheese and, and then, egg. And then and vanilla then cake. Vanilla cake. Yeah. Wow. Some some women wrote Beth on her Instagram. She she was wearing a dress the other night. She went to her friend's wedding. Oh. And, um, Congratulations, know, Jill. They said she was too bony and they started telling her to eat a hamburger. <laughs> And then she yelled back at them. I said, don't even, don't even, yeah. they, don't know engage. That food stuff really bugs me. Yeah, don't yeah. listen to them. You look good. Every day I'm with big fatso, 500, <laughs> 600 pounds. You should be lucky beyond the best diet. I bet you eat 1,200 calorie a day, right? More. For sure, more. Yeah, she well, eats more. You, but she's very look, active. Yeah, yeah she does the work. She does the work. You keep the EpiPen yeah. on you all the time. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Howard just bought me a big, huge um, supply of Hershey's. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. You're back on chocolate? I'm back on chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm Carrie her Carrie will be happy. I'm her supplier. You're an enabler. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Beth had a friend who went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. And over when you're at Hershey, Pennsylvania, you can, I guess, Reese's um, peanut butter cups and stuff are all owned now by the same company, the Hershey company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you go to that Hershey park, you know, that water park or stuff, they got a whole thing in Pennsylvania. Custom. Custom. You can make a custom. um, The size of a, how would you describe how big that? Oh, it's huge. It's a pie. And, And it had chocolate. Peanut, peanut butter, butter, marshmallow, M&M's, M&Ms. pretzels. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so she's, oh, she's eating I'm salivating this. right now. <laughs> she's eating this fucking thing, and I'm watching because I don't eat that stuff. I got a belly and tits. I got to be careful. So <laughs> I don't know where she puts it because she's got a great bod. 
but I mean, I'm watching her eat this thing and she's like orgasming. I mean, I wish I could make her pl- pleasure her the way this thing did. It was like, it was like, oh, this is so you good. Never oh heard my those God. Sounds. No, it's like, oh. So, uh, I, I said to myself, you know, she was so sad when it was over. I said, let me go online and see if I can order one of these custom things from the Hershey. You, can't. you cannot go oh, online. You have to go there. Yeah. You have to oh. go there. That's the perk of going there. So I, I looked up everything. I ordered a shitload of Hershey chocolate with um, Reese's, but also some have little cakes in it. Some have hunks of pretzel in it. Some, marshmallow. Some have marshmallow. And I stocked the freezer with a boatload of all this Hershey's. Covered pretzels I just saw in there. Yeah, I got mm. the I got all different kinds. Some that they chop up the pretzel and stick it in the chocolate, and then somewhere the whole pretzel is in the chocolate. So now, I mean, I'm like, I he am watches a, me. Eat I watch her eat it right next to him. I eat a plum. I eat a plum while she eats. It. I eat a fruit. I can't eat this stuff. I don't know how you're not fat. I don't get it. Well, you figured out how I'm not fat. Yeah, Beth went into the city, left me in charge of her cats for one morning. Yeah. Fuck, if I wasn't sweating like a bitch, <laughs> I, I, I wake up and she had like told me what I needed to do. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, well, I could do this. You know, this isn't too hard. Well, first things first, I get up, the cats are like yelling at me. Like, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Like, 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 where the fuck have you been? Cause I slept in a bit. That's you know, right. She You're wasn't late. here. And we're supposed to be eating now. Yeah, I'm up at four. Pepper yeah. eats breakfast at four. And I'm like, wow. oh shit. So they're yelling at me. So we got upstairs cats and downstairs cats. Cause sometimes our downstairs cats don't get along with the upstairs cats. Okay. So we got them all sectioned off and the house has gates all over the place. Uh, don't ask what's going on. Sometimes I walk downstairs. It's like, I, I gotta, I gotta know the password just to get into the kitchen. <laughs> I can't get through these gates. And then, uh, anyway, so Beth, uh, gives me instructions what to do. So I'm busy now. I'm upstairs. I'm feeding them. And then she says, after you feed them, clean the, uh, litter boxes. Okay. I'm, di- I'm digging through shit and piss and like, you know, and putting it in bags. And I'm, I see I'm starting to sweat. I mean, it's work because you got to bend over and do all this. I go, yeah. no wonder she's skinny. And there's a lot of litter boxes. And you see what I eat. I eat a good and diet. And what does Pebble do right when you clean? The as soon as I clean them all up, Pebble gets in the in the box and starts shitting like a fresh <laughs> yeah. shit. And I'm like, yeah. are you I fucking have one high? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I just they cleaned. were just waiting for that box to be cleaned. <laughs> and I actually sat down and I said to myself, Am I going to clean the new shit out of there? Because <laughs> I hope Beth you did. I did. Oh, I, oh, I so know. Believe me. Of course, I did. And Beth gets really turned. Like, I, I know when she's sexually into me. Like, if I do stuff like that, like help the cats, that turns her on. That's like, <laughs> I, I know that about women. Like, if you do something like that they typically do, then they love you. Right? That's how it works. No, I, I really like when you take interest and yeah, help. And I know I that. love when you groom Yoda. I love when you I sit on the couch with the moosh. I love it. Sometimes when I'm grooming Yoda and sitting on the couch with the moosh, then I go, hey, let's go upstairs and bang. And you're like, no. I'm like, hey, why am I bothering with all of this if you're not going <laughs> to get sexually aroused? But anyway, then I go downstairs. And then the downstairs cats are yelling at me with the meow. <laughs> I feed all them and they're like, hurry the fuck up. I get all the food down that Beth told me to put down. Then I go into their litter box area and holy shit. 
I turn the lights on. There's shit on the floor. What? Like little balls of shit. I go, whoa, who the fuck? I'm, I go in the room. I go, who the <laughs> fuck did this? Poor Yoda. He needed a little Brazilian cut back yeah. there. He, when he poops, it gets stuck in his fur, and then he runs out. So sometimes they fall. Yeah, so Very anyway, rarely. That but, was, of course, that, that happened the day that I wasn't here. Then I'm cleaning the litter box. Now I got it. I'm like, hmm, what do I do about this shit on the floor? I could wait till Beth comes home and pretend <laughs> that it happened later. Oh or I could actually tackle this. So I found these wipes, like chemical wipes. Well, they're actually cat wipes, so oh, they're they? safe for the floor if the cats walk on them and lick their paws. Well, I uh, picked chemical up the wipes. Do- I don't chemical know. wipes. I use chemical wipes. Yeah, they were from they were from a, yeah, a but box. Cat wipes, yeah, but like you clean the litter box they're... wipes. <laughs> it's meant for. Now I'm like holding these wa- chemical wipes and I'm picking yes. up the duty. I'm sticking it in a bag. And then I said, well, the floor has got to be have duty remnants. No. So I, well, if I you found- use the wipe, you scoop and you just wipe no, the floor. No, because I was afraid the duty would scrape into the floor no, because that could happen. they're hard little nuggets. Well, then I oh, found I found spray. You'll be proud of me. I found spray. That's why I have the spray at arm's length yep. right there in that room. And, and I wiped it down with a towel. Uh, let me tell you, I got up some duty remnants with the spray, and then, uh, holy shit, but they, the story is, I was sweating. I must have burned about two or three hundred calories yeah, just doing the cat see? work. I mean, while I do that, then I go to the fosters, the yeah. 19 fosters we have in our Wow. Yeah. So you're going to carry the EpiPen now? Yes, for Robin. For me. For Robin. Thank Robin, you. Robin um, is the one that convinced me, not you. Great. <laughs> 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 Uh, when Robin yells at you, it's unbelievable, right? No, she makes sense. I made sense. Yeah, you're just annoying, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't say that. I care about you. I you know you to... smirk when you say EpiPen. Do you know how much money I have invested in you? I've known you 25 years. I mean, I, I don't need you being taken out by a bee after all my investment. You know? Anyway. That's it. I don't know. Unless you want to say something. No. She went to her uh, friend's wedding. She wore a mask. Is she that the, the Jill I mask. know? That's so Jill Martin. Yeah. Me. Yeah. She married great. this guy, Eric, and they had a beautiful wedding at the New York Public Library. Yeah. I, it was wow. formal. I wore great a gown, yeah. a black gown, and a mask. I was the only one. No, actually, yeah. one other person. Meanwhile, I'm watching the Emmys. Nobody's wearing a mask. We got a plan. My wife and I are going to get that new vaccine that uh, deals yeah. with the new variants. Maybe we can see Jimmy and Molly when they come to New York. Yeah, but Beth's saying now I got to start going to restaurants, like indoors. And she, so I guess I'm going to get Omicron, whatever it is, COVID. Uh, yeah, I keep I, telling you to stop talking yourself into these things. Well, what am I going to do? She wants me to go places. I'm happy and here in the house with her. You're going to be fine. You're going to All be right. fine. That's the thing to say, too. Uh, mm. it's good. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going no. to be with my friends. I'm going I to do, have a good time. I didn't do that before the life. pandemic. But I didn't do that before the pandemic. I didn't <laughs> did enjoy too. myself. Stop it. So. What's on your finger? A uh, little piece of tissue. Yeah. I've been wiping my nose. It was a, um, a blister. No, it's so cold in here that it's I... It's freezing in here. That my nose runs the whole... Why hole. is it so cold? Oh, then when I, put I can the, press one button and warm it yeah, up. Yeah, but you want to know why? Because I put the temperature up one degree, and then I'm sweating my balls off. So I'm going to stay cold. That's all I'm going to do. Shit. The fucking bee. Bee sting. Now we got to carry an EpiPen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness for the EpiPen. 
I don't even know how it works. I have to watch a YouTube video. I think I'm supposed to jam it into your thigh. You I don't know, think you, you jam have to it. know how to open it. And I don't know. Then you have, uh, well, that's, uh, well, then how, how are can you going to help? How am I going to practice if I only have one EpiPen? I'm not there's no practice there's necessary. You but it's wrapped just up. need to watch a video. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think you just place it on your muscle, yeah. like on your thigh. Mm. And then it could I think be it's a really pop-out. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've never worked one, but you should acquaint should yourself easy. with it before, the pos- <laughs> the, before you need right. to use it, Howard. All right. All right, I will. King of all blacks is on the air. He had a bad time with uh, COVID. I heard you were in the hospital on a, he a ventilator. Had COVID? Oh, jeez. Yeah, over the yeah, summer. Yeah, no, I wasn't on a. I wasn't on a ventilator, but they were. It was like two minutes away, and then um, I I got a slight. I got slight better, and they didn't have to put me on a ventilator. But I was in mm. intensive care for about four days. Jeez, and you have had moment. vaccines, right? Yeah, I had to back. I, I snuck another one in. I had four booster shots. I lied to get another one. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, and, um, I had, uh, double pneumonia. It was crazy. I couldn't breathe. It was, it was, I, it was, I never thought I would get that. And if I did, I, I didn't think it would be that serious. Did but your family it, get it? it? Like, oh, Excuse me? Did your family all get it too? Yeah, my daughter Charlie gave it to me. She went to that mm-hmm. Miami, Miami Loud shit, and I let her go with a couple of her friends. You know, yeah. There you go. Um, and she got it from there, and she brought it home to me, and nothing happened to her. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was bouncing around and all that stuff, and I'm sitting in the fucking hospital. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. They see that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that I'm going to get it. I'm going to end up in the hospital. I don't want to. Yeah. I I want to be like one of these assholes who say, "Yeah, you know what? I had it. I don't even know what happened. I didn't I even didn't feel it." I didn't have any symptoms. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, yeah but a let's, friend yeah. of a friend just lost her 7-year-old son from COVID. Yep. Oh no. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, hey, I need so a favor from you. Well, hold on one second. Let me, let me say. I want to ask Beth about that. And the kid was vaccinated? I don't know the specifics, but he he died from COVID. I'm oh, sure wow. thinking about the family and who they are, I would absolutely feel yeah. that they were. How horrible is that? How horrible is gave, that? They gave me two doses of with Demisphere, what they gave the president. Right. I got the best insurance in the world. I swear. Yeah. I, I, well, he was a sanitation God. worker. So, all right. What do you what do you call in about? Hurry up. Yeah, I need. I, I I wanted to say, and it's not. It's subconsciously. Beth loves you. I, I I've seen it, and I would try to poke holes in it, but she does love you. Yeah. But what's happening is she's in a rebellious stage of your relationship. <laughs> Whatever you tell you how to do, she's gonna do the opposite. I, I ain't gonna carry it because he want me to. You gotta stop that, Beth. You gotta. Uh... You know what I'm saying? You got. You gotta get rid of that thought. You know, it's not that she's rebelling against me. I feel Beth has this feeling that she's invincible. She's really a a very strong person physically. And she's always like, like, she'll get something, some shit. And then she'll just like, so she'll break her foot. And then she'll just say, I don't need a boot. And then she doesn't wear the boot. And she's fine. She gets through it. Yeah, because so she you're thinks- telling her to wear the boot. Right. Well, I don't know if it's because of me. All right. I got to go. I, 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 it's enough. 
here's a paramedic wants to say something. Scott in Ohio, hey. paramedic. Go ahead. Hey now, hey um, Beth. Uh, Robin is one hundred percent telling you the truth. The um, from so what's funny about allergic reactions is you can be stung by numerous bees for most of your life, and then that one sting, boom, that's it. And, um, I mean, if you remember way back when, when Myers, they used to have, like, big old peanuts that you could just mm-hmm. go scoop peanuts in a bag and all that stuff, they had to take all those out because you had all these kids who were having allergic reactions just by walking by. Well, that's yeah, good advice. Good advice, Scott. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Maya, go you. ahead. Here's Maya. She wants to talk to Beth. Go ahead. Hi, Howard and Beth. Um, Beth, I'm allergic to bees, and the same thing happened except on my arm. And swelled up, I looked like a prize fighter on my left-hand side. Someone said, you've got to carry the EpiPens. I was like, screw it. I'm not doing it. It's bulky. I don't want it. Got stung again. And then I couldn't breathe. Oh, geez. And the time between when you start, like, it kind of feels like asthma. And then your throat starts to close up. Howard, don't freak out. But just put one in your car. Put one in your, like, if you carry a hip sack across your chest or something when you're walking. Because you just don't know how quickly it, it's going to Yeah, give me the come. EpiPen and I'll carry it, okay? Meanwhile, how itchy was your and arm? Howard, Howard. If so you practice, get a few of them and practice on an orange. And All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Thigh. It's adrenaline, like Pulp Fiction, except you put it in your thigh, and it, it's instantaneous. You can breathe again. But just don't take the risk, Beth. Was it so itchy after you got stung? It was, this- well, it was itchy, but it just was, like, the, I couldn't lift my arm. It was really painful. Oh, wow. And then I thought, well, I can get through this. And then the next time it went into my throat. And I was oh, like, wow. what the hell's happening? It's, well, it's thank you for scary. saying that, Maya. Maybe this will scare thank her. Thank you, Maya. But thank you very much. You know, uh, it's funny. Beth and I met someone for the first time the other day. We were taking a walk. They looked at my face and they assumed that I had been attacked by bees oh, because they'd never seen it. They said, were you recently attacked by bees? You know, you should carry an EpiPen. I go, no, this is my face. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a horrible thing. Yeah, horrible. horrible. It was a horrible, horrible day for me. But there you go. So crazy. Here, here's a stat. New York Times reports 90,000 people tested positive for COVID yesterday and more than 500 people, 550 people died in the United States crazy but i'm watching the emmys nobody you know if you watch the emmys nobody's wearing a mask in that little room well they don't tell you what protocols they're using either no but what could they be what do you think they tested everybody no uh, uh, somebody you know, in there had... i don't know what protocols they use but i know in these daytime talk shows and the evening talk shows there's a lot of testing no. going on and I sit there and I get jealous. I'm like, well, wait a second. I want to be part of these things, too. Not that I'm invited to the Emmys. I'm a pariah. But no, we uh, don't get invited to anything. I know that bums you out. You figured you're marrying a famous guy. Where's my? <laughs> where, I'm going to be wearing gowns. I'm be like, like Jimmy and Molly are at everything. They go to everything. Like they're at the Emmys, the Oscars. Well, they're invited to things because they're nominated. And yeah, no, I'm saying I think you um, or they're hosting. Thought, uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. will host everything. <laughs> I think you thought when you married me, you'd be going. You know, I saw you bought a bunch of gowns. You were getting no, all set up. No, I did up not and, buy a bunch of gowns, and no, no. I never thought that. 
and that is not why I married you to go to events and gowns. I, I'm sorry, I I, I can't get It'd you. It'd be to nice any... every once every five years to get dressed. Well, up. you know what's funny because you always want because Beth always wanted to go. What's that thing where the women get the dressed up? Ball. Oh, the Met Ball, just to look at everybody. So, like, you know, she would say, I'm famous. And she would say to me, gee, I always want to go to the Met Ball. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to that. No, I didn't say I'm not going to I don't get invited to, to, that. to that. I don't get invited to that. Yeah, you can go and pay, you can pay. Yeah, but I'm not paying. That's embarrassing. Yeah, no. I'm a celebrity. I'm not yeah. supposed to pay. They're supposed to want me there. No, I wouldn't. I, you know what I mean? It's just fun to watch the outfits. Like, I don't think, like, uh. I don't know. Angelina Jolie pays or Rihanna pays to go to the Met Gala. They, they. No, none of the celebrities do. Right. Imagine I have to pay to go. I'm not asking you. I'd fucking. I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather jump out a window. (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the same point, I'd love to be able to impress you and go, yeah. You look good all dressed up. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'd wear to the Met Gala. What? What I'm wearing. Oh, I look no, hot. That's not what you would be wearing. <laughs> I'm not going to any at Met Gala. At this point, you'd have to wear a dress, Howard. I know all the dudes wear dresses. That's a thing. You know, you know, he used to wear a dress once in a while. Like Dude. David Bowie, he tried to get that started. Yeah, I remember yeah. he performed on Sunday. I'm not wearing a dress, man. That is just not cool. I uh, call me my old new school. boyfriend wears dresses all the time. Who's your new boyfriend? The one that I love listening to. Oh, oh Harry Styles. Yeah, She's I became love Harry Styles music. She is all over Harry Styles. Like she well, thinks. Well, uh, she's not alone. <laughs> but, it, but 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 seriously, it wasn't the physical thing. It was the, no. It's his music. She she listens to uh, the radio and every she goes. What song is this? I really like it. She'll look at the Sirius XM on the. Uh, it's, it's either Harry Josh Style. Radin yeah. or Harry Styles. Yeah, she loves him too. <laughs> well, you know. No. Excuse me for one minute, honey and Robin. Both my honeys. Oh, hey, everybody. It's Alex Jones, the conspiracy oh. theorist. Hi, it Alex. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. I'm glad I caught you this morning. Beth, do not take the EpiPen. You are right. Don't listen to Howard. They want to chip you. They want to shift your DNA. They want to inoculate you. They want to control you. Do not take the EpiPen. InfoWars.com. Alex, Alex, you're telling my wife not to take the EpiPen, but she could be at high risk for a high allergic reaction that could kill her. I mean, what? It, it, that's irresponsible of you to say that. It is a high risk, which is why you need to prevent that risk with the brand new BioTrue Iodine Shield. It's filled with lead. It's filled with iodine. This thing will clean oh. you out like Drano. You drink this full of chlorine. That is the safest product. FDA not approved whatsoever. They have nothing to do with it. You get it at InfoWars.com right now. InfoWars.com. So in other words, what you're saying is your products work better than anything. And you're, and you're, you're, I don't know. I don't even know what to Bees say. Bees won't which, hurt her. Is that what you're saying? We get our PPQ from the Japanese. Where do you get your PPQ from? Probably not the Japanese. We get the <laughs> best that you will ever get. The Vasoled 3000 iodine shield, the charcoal toothpaste. You'll have black teeth, which are the healthiest kind of teeth. I lost six. My teeth were so healthy, they fell out of my mouth. I have no I molars know. anymore. I know, I, I know that you say they are trying to get you. They are trying trying to poison you they are trying to hurt who is they who is they that's trying to hurt Beth? the globalist satanist communist globalist nazi collaborator transhuman endgame democrat nazis who want to do the human breeding programs they want to clone you they want to sterilize the population control the planet they have a moon base 
You already probably know about the moon base. You might not know about it, but I think you probably do. Because they want to get you on the moon. That's the plan. The plan is kill humanity, destroy the planet, move to the moon. This is what former CIA directors said. Hey, we're controlling the weather. They admit it at this point. They say we're the chicken neck perverts who control the weather. We are the prime controllers. Well, thank you for the... All right, thank you very much. Infowars.com. All right, there he goes. Doesn't he have another trial to get to or something? And you wouldn't know it from that. (laughs) Well, unbelievable. Oh, Diane wants to say good morning. People excited. Diane, go ahead. Hi. Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. First of all, when King of All Black comes for Beth, you come for all Howard's female fans. Lay off Beth. Beth is untouchable. And what I wanted to ask you, Howard, is, at some point, we're all going to have to live with COVID. I, my stepmother passed away from it, so I'm 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 on board with everything you say. But at some point, yeah, okay, it's going to be the, the next fact, uh, the, the next strain, the next this. At what point do you say we got to live? I know. I am so with you about that. I mean, I, at some point, and Beth and I have been talking about it. We got to come out of hiding and live. Yeah. I guess I'm just, uh, you know, it's just that we've spent. You know, two years being so careful that it feels weird to now go and not be so careful. You know what I mean? And and I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I kind of like being locked up in the house with Beth. I, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> I, not having to well, deal with other human beings. Um, well, that, uh, that, was, that was my point is that I've been listening to you for a long time and you're not exactly the most. I remember you, you canceled the, the trip to Italy with Jimmy Kimmel even before this happened. So how much of this is an excuse? Hey, sort you, of? Want, you, you want to know something? We were yeah. all scheduled to go on a trip with uh, Jimmy and Molly to Italy. It was all planned out, everything. COVID hit, and I was like, thank oh. God, thank God for COVID, <laughs> because I do not want to oh, go to... Shame COVID didn't you. even I, hit. That wasn't... Uh, that well, wasn't... Well, I, you know, and then my parents are old. I can't go running <laughs> off to Italy. <laughs> I, we're, we're still going to Italy. We're going to go. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something, <laughs> it's, it's soon, it's soon, it's soon. Can I just can I just say, Beth, I love you. I love what you do. I called it and told Howard that he has to have you on more because you have a civilizing effect on him. And yeah, I love right. to hear you. Please come on more because oh, every time sweet. you come on, I, I just I love to hear you. And I love what you do with the cat. So it's good. It's Thank good to you. Talk to you in person. But get him out of the house. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's trying. She's trying to get me out. And believe me. She's nervous too. We're both kind of yeah, yeah. weirded out by the whole I thing. I went to a wedding the other day. I'm going to lunch with girlfriends. I yeah, mean, you're eating outside though. Yeah. And now what are we going to do? Let me ask you a question. You said this the other night. We're going to get vaccinated and then I'm going into the city to restaurants indoors? Is yeah. that what I'm doing? Oh, well, yeah. Oh my god. Oh. He'll be well, wearing a hazmat suit. Nice knowing you. He'll be wearing a hazmat suit. Look, look, look. <laughs> All right. You, Robin, wait you can a go minute. to restaurants indoors, right? They have new ventilation systems they've put oh, in. Listen There's to more this. spacing <laughs> at these tables. How You've got to, All right. you know. I'm going. Do I'm going. I'm doing it. Make I'm, sure that the I'm restaurant doing is doing what they're supposed to do. Listen, Beth won't carry an EpiPen. She's not going to call up and go, what are you guys doing in terms of ventilation? They write be- it right <laughs> You know, like it's an open <laughs> table. It's, it's in any be- of these reservation yeah, places. Yeah. If you read their website, they'll tell you what they're doing. Yeah, 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 honey. We're uh, ventilating. Don't worry. Oh, Come on in with it. your husband. Don't worry. Yeah, you're a lot of ventilation over here. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine that phone call. You're so I- silly. 
I can imagine, wait, I just imagine these, like, powered in a hazmat suit, best with an EpiPen, and then they're all getting COVID tests. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if the hospice is listening, book the clarinet player for my room now. I'll be there soon. <laughs> How nice was that guy? I was talking about when my father yes. was... Um, Honey, when uh, my father was dying. The clarinet guy. Yeah, we walked in oh. and the guy was sitting there playing clarinet <laughs> Brought for us him. to tears. It was beautiful. Yeah. So and... sweet, a volunteer. Yeah. And his name is go... clarinet guy forever. I never know that one of the guy's real name. His name's clarinet guy. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't find out his name. I wish I, but all I, I didn't have the heart to tell him my father hated clarinet. You know. <laughs> my dad couldn't, probably couldn't hear him. It was the vibe. It was so soothing. Yeah. It was good for us to see. It's beautiful. Well, I'm going to venture out. I'm going to get the new vaccine. Once that kicks in, I'm going to go with my wife. I'm going to join the rest of you in society. And uh, we're going to visit your mom. Yeah. Week. Yes, we are. <laughs> Got to yeah, go see my good. mom. I was just talking about getting her to the gynecologist mm. was a major victory. Uh, now we look, get, I'll yeah. tell you, I, 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 I'm very impressed. I mean, to the you know the things that you've t- taken on between cat poop the mom the gynecologist you yeah. you really evolved <laughs> i'm a, i'm an evol- i'm a perfect husband i was telling robin how like my mom's legs are blowing up because she don't get out of the bed and robin starts lecturing me about how i got to get her out of the bed tell robin how hard it is mm, to get my mother out I of tried. the bed i tried i tried to um sneak the blinds and she's so dark in there i opened the blinds just a little bit and i cracked the window like a centimeter just for my sake right away <laughs> close it yeah, she, she, oh, dear. she goes why first of all i thought she was out of it she wouldn't even know she goes, why is that bright light <laughs> over there and i go uh mom uh beth needs air beth needs air I go, yeah, that's what I said. That's Bethany. how we get her to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's yeah. okay with if I was. I know. I close it. It's still bright in here. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like fucking, you know, it's like pitch black. You can't even see anything. Oh, I know. Depressing. That's a real sign of depression. Oh, to yeah. want to be in the dark all the time, to not want to know what, you know, that the sun is out. Oh, it's uh, horrible. She doesn't even know what day it is. Beth had to buy her a calendar. Did you get the calendar? Where'd you put it? <laughs> oh, I sent it. To, I FedExed it. She'll be getting it today. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, I sent her one of my North Shore calendars, you, too. You better hope it's uh, the right size. Well, <laughs> I even wrote, if this, if, if you would like the next size up, let me know. So she'll let me know. I go, Mom, I'm going to get you a big calendar. Because you can't see. And Not I th- too big, she said. <laughs> Not too big. <laughs> And I go, wait wait, wait, wait a second, I don't even know what we're talking about. You can't see anything, and you want to hang it across the room. Why don't you hang, we'll get you a small calendar, hang it on the wall right next to you. I don't want to turn my head to look at the calendar. I don't want to turn my head. I go, you don't want to turn your head to look at the calendar. Maybe that'd be good exercise for you turning your head. You had a really good idea. Let's let's have um, them put it on the wall in the bathroom, because she goes to the bathroom a million Let's get her a calendar in the bathroom, get her calendar, every every wall there. It'll look like a, it'll be like a superhero. She'll be like, um, uh, uh, like Mr. Time. Like everywhere she looked, you see the calendar. But how will she know? Is she gonna mark off the days? How will she know what? Like a, like a woman in prison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, know. Who's gonna keep up the calendar for her? By the way, I shot a North Shore Animal League America calendar. They're giving away for free with a donation to North Shore Animal League. There you go. So, I'm gonna. Give, you gave it to my mom. I gave her one of those too. Yeah. yeah. But I can't use this till January. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. You gotta wait. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take a break. I got a pish. Yeah, I'm getting lightheaded. 
Yeah, well, Where's sit, my EpiPen? <laughs> well, why don't you sit down and then you can relax. Oh, where am I? I don't have a seat. I put the chair right over there. I tucked it that in. That chair? Yeah. Where's my old chair? Well, there's a chair over here. I don't want to eat it now. We're all right, all right. But I'm, I'm just going saying. Upstairs. All right. I've got to pick up cocoa melon from the vet. Uh, all right. Okay, honey. I love you. Go ahead. Did you right, go? Bye. Right. bye, Robin. Bye. It's good to everybody. see you. It's nice to... Love Here, you. everybody. Why don't you make out with me right now? Right later. in front of everyone. <laughs> later. <laughs> it's not going to happen later. Oh, my God. She's going to pass out. Yeah, good. I think she's going to carry the EpiPen now. I think so. I mean, it really is important. And you need to know how to use it before the fact, Howard. Yeah. Hey, Everybody's got to... an EpiPen and nobody knows how to use it. That's not any good either. Now, well, I didn't, you know, you think Beth would take a little interest to learn how to use it. <laughs> Everybody relies on me to figure things out. Well, hey, that's here. part of being in a partnership. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, let's take a break and then um, we could do the Dead Comics Summer Roundup. Um, What's that? Well, you know how Sal contacts the dead, so he convinced me I could do it. We're oh. going to speak to some of our favorite dead comics comedians oh, that died. Lots of comics died. That's true. A lot of a lot of comics are dead now, and uh, we're going to find out. You know, I love comics, and I love their take on things. We're going to find out how their summer went, and and see if they're uh, funny. So I thought All maybe right. we'd do a little of that. But first, I got to go pee, and then I got to come back here. I'm going to try and contact Sam Kinison, Joan Rivers, Norm MacDonald, and Bernie Mac. Those are the comics. Oh, gonna, wow. Okay. Which is going to be amazing. Because each we one of those people. haven't talked to Bernie in a real long time. Haven't contacted Bernie in a while. Everyone loves Bernie Mac. And Norm MacDonald recently died. Yeah. Sam Kinison's been gone for a long time. And Joan Rivers, you know. It's been a while for her, too. I'm sure she's got a good amount of material built up. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Everyone's going to look forward to this, I'm, I guarantee you. And uh, we'll be back right after this. By the way, I just want to say before I contact the Dead Comics that uh, King of All Blacks kind of downplayed his summer with COVID. Um, I'll play really? It, yeah, this is, uh, listen to this. Every day I was getting sicker and sicker. I couldn't breathe. I this is him while he's in the hospital. He was in the ICU. Could not say two words without. And you got underlying conditions to, still, right? Yo, know, I got diabetes, high right. blood pressure, you know, all, all the black shit. And then I, I, I kept vomiting. That's what it happened. I was vomiting about nine times. And I looked in the mirror and I was looking crazy. I couldn't breathe. Right. And my sons talked to me. I couldn't talk. So I stumbled to the car and I brought myself to the emergency room. Oh. You like that you got Jewish doctors, right? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I told him. What if you were in the ICU and a non-Jewish doctor walked in? I, I walk out. <laughs> even if funny. he couldn't breathe, he's so funny. Right. Uh, yeah, even though King is triple vaxxed, the uh, he got uh, double, he's double pneumonia. He got four. Of the vaccines, yeah, yeah, two boosters, and, and then uh, he got he got double pneumonia, and then his lungs filled up with fluid. And they drained his lungs. I don't know what that entails, yikes. but it don't sound like fun. But uh, there you go, tough time. Talk about a but he's summer. right. A combination of diabetes and um, high blood pressure seems to be mm. 
one of those combinations you don't want to have and get COVID. That's called King of All Black Summer Bummer. Summer Bummer. Hell no. There you go. All right. Hey, so I, love I promise how people imagine that they can't get something and they go on that premise. You know, that's what they're going to let run their lives. This imagination that says you're fine and you won't get it and you won't have symptoms and you won't, you won't, you won't. And then they go out and throw caution to the wind. There you go, Robin. I'm not telling you not to be careful. Let's play your music. (laughs) Robin, I promised you that I would contact Dead Comics. I would love to do that now, have a roundtable. Um... Uh, I want to do a roundup, uh, not only with the dead comics, but I want to talk about everything we missed over the summer. And, um, and I missed Joan Rivers and Sam Kinison and Bernie Mac and Norm MacDonald terribly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I will now, through my clairvoyant powers, I will hold that, a seance. That Sal said you had. <laughs> that Sal convinced me I have. He's, I'm going to hold a seance and resurrect these great comics. Here I go, Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heine Ho, which is what I chant. Or what was that other chant that's a good one? Um, not Mecca Lecca High, but what does uh, Sasha Baron Cohen say when he's in character? He goes, uh, uh, what the fuck is his thing? I like that. Somebody quoted it to me the other day, and I was like, that is funny. Yeah, I when can't he, think when of he's, that. Um, Bukasha or yeah, Bukasha. Bukasha. That's a Bukasha. It's not Barat. That's a Ali G. Oh, Ali G. Bukasha. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's Buyakasha. Buyakasha. Anyway. um, (laughs) Oh, great comics, Buyakasha. Please come in. I am not afraid of the dead. I'm not scared of you. Eh? Listen. Ah, here I go. Oh, what is, well, what is welcome. Dead comics, welcome. you, motherfucker. What's up? Right. Hey. I'm back. Hey. Fuck now is I, going zone. Now my let fucking me, uh, bookie can find me. Let me, let me, uh, let me calm you guys down. I know yeah, you're excited. because you here? Let me handle this, Robert. I'm going to introduce uh, everyone. Now, trust okay. me on this. Okay, right. here we go. Let's start with Joan Rivers. How are you, Joan? Are you there? Uh, Joan, come Joan? in, please. Hey, oh, hey, you Joan? and this humble bitch. Where the fuck are you? Bernie, <laughs> honey. Hey, Bernie, uh, I, I can't wait to talk to you, but I figured I'd uh, ask Joan to speak first. Is that okay, Bernie? That's Joan. perfectly motherfucking fine with me. I don't know where the fuck she is. I've been looking all over, flying all over heaven, looking for Joan motherfucking Rivers. I ain't seen her motherfucking ass all morning. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I think she forgot to unmute her equipment, uh, or or she died against Madame Tussauds. Maybe she died again. Sam Kinison, some of my bit. (laughs) Sam, I hear you giggling back there. Good to talk to you as well. But I'll get to all of you. I promise. I love but, being on your show, buddy. Oh, it's always nice it. to 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 take a break from my schedule of letting the devil fuck me in the ass. 
I know, I know. Right. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, Joan Rivers, please unmute your Zoom mic, if you would, and uh, let me speak to you. <laughs> They're Zooming in? Yeah, Zooming in. shitter? We had four hours of uh, preparation for this incredible <laughs> hey, bit. Joan, <laughs> where the fuck you at? Hey, John, where the fuck you at? Oh my God, uh, what a disaster, Robin! Don't make Robin. no motherfucking sense. <laughs> hey, uh, it's me to hey, fuck uh, do, Hey, uh, can we talk? Um, can we talk? <laughs> that work? Norm, apparently not. Norm, I'm gonna. By the way, I I do want to tell my audience we had three rehearsals for this bit. <laughs> believe it or yeah. not. Uh, just so you know, it, 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 this has been in the prep for a long time. We are professionals. This wasn't a fly by night. Let's just do it. Kind no, of no. situation. Norm, while no, we're you vamping, know what we're doing, folks. Norm, while we're vamping uh, for Joan Rivers, I just wanted to say how much I miss you and uh, what a great guy you are. You know that. Oh God, Howard, I fucking love you too, man. It's uh, it's been rough up here. You know, it's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great to have you on the air again. But uh, let me check with Joan. Let me see if she's back so we can get to this bit. Uh, Joan, are you there? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Robin, I'll tell you. Yes. <laughs> Bernie, what do you do now? <laughs> Bernie, you were in television for years and years and years. Did you have fuck-ups like this, or is it just unique to our show? You know what? I ain't, I ain't never fucked up like this in my motherfucking life. <laughs> I, know. I, I, I mean, don't you know were... what the fuck is going on. I know, I know, I know. We, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter around here how many rehearsals we have. It's just uh, the way it goes. Uh, Robin, do you do a Joan Rivers impersonation by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't know the script. I don't oh, know what I to see. say. Okay. Yeah, that's right. the problem. You know what I'm thinking? Can someone call Melissa Rivers because uh, <laughs> she seems like a good fill-in for her mother? I tell you what, I'm going to do, dead comedians, if I can. Yeah. How about I do another set of commercials? And then maybe uh, Joan can get her act together. And then maybe Joan <laughs> can get her act together. Yeah, what do you think? Fucking maybe. resurrect that this dumb sense. bitch. I'm going to fly <laughs> around heaven looking for this motherfucker. Well, is it possible do... she's getting another facelift? Jesus. Well, it, it is possible, Sam. Let me, let me do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, send you comics back to heaven or hell, wherever you are for a minute. And I'm going to do a bunch of commercials, and I'll come back, and we'll is start this all over again. Is there a room in heaven you guys can hang out in? Yeah, it's <laughs> called hang... the purgatory. I'm going to fucking kick him back. Sons of coke in here. It's great. Abua Kasha. And I'm going to see if I can't get us a bunch of dead comics. Um, oh, wait. Let's see. Oh, wait. I think I hear. Do I hear Joan hey. Rivers now? <laughs> Joan? Hmm. <laughs> Bernie Mac back in this motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck Joan is. is. Joan on the shitter? What's going on? I don't uh, know what the fuck is going on. Last time Bernie. I seen Joan. I'm here, Joan. Howard. I'm here. Let me go. Oh, oh shit. Hey. Oh, let me talk. I'm sake. so sorry. I have to apologize. But I was talking to the queen. I just had to talking to the queen, and she wouldn't shut the fuck up. She she's a lot to say. Oh, I know things now. Oh. Well, the Joan, uh, I, I, you know, I was talking to Bernie Mac. We were vamping. I had Sam Kinison and Norm Macdonald, but I wanted to start with you because I figured, you know, you're a woman, ladies first kind of thing, you know. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to say to you right now what I was dying to tell the queen. That my pussy is so dry, I can't get wet without a fracking rig. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. I know. You know what she said to me? She said to me, well, she said, I'm just going to tell you why I was late. We were talking. She said, yeah. 
She talked about my skin. She said, no Botox for me. She said, my face is stiffer than Olivia Newton-John's. Oh, please. I had my face filled more than Andy Cohen at a glory hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you mean you're, you're still, uh, uh, Joan, you're still doing the plastic surgery. What about your eyes, you said? Now, yo, know, please, my eyes are pulled so tight. I was offered a job at an Asian rub and jug. Yeah. Well, uh, it, something's <laughs> never changed. New side gig. Uh, I got to say, let me say hello to Sam Kinnis and Sam. Uh, it's so great to hear you and then speak with you. Uh, I'm telling uh, you, and, and, uh, and you're wonderful. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to Robin and um, phenomenal geek squad you have working behind the scenes. Thank you. And, and let me say hello to our next dead comic. Of course, you heard him before. He's been gone for 14 years. Can you believe it? Mr. Bernie Mac, 14 years. Yeah. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole hemisphere get dark. Kick it! Elegant. He's so elegant. Uh, you're the best. I love you, you Bernie. And, I and, love and, you and, too, Howard. I do. I miss you every day. You used to come on the show. You were so good, Bernie. So good on the show. And and I always appreciated you coming in, you know. You, you part died. of the reasons I was a motherfucking king of comedy. I was turned to motherfucking legend. I even well, come to visit you when I'm dead, goddammit. Right. And and by the way, I want to thank uh, our newest dead comic, Norm MacDonald. You died just out of the blue. No one knew you were sick. We didn't I even mean. know you were sick. Uh, That's right. You know, uh, uh, there you go. You know, just how I always wanted to be uh, introduced. Newest dead comic. <laughs> yeah, it really you rolls all? off the tongue now, doesn't it? Good lord! All right, so we're doing a. Before we start this um, summer roundup, let me ask each of you what it's like to be dead. Joan, what's it like? Oh God, can I tell you how? I, well, I'm surrounded by men who don't want to fuck me, so you know it's just like being alive. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn, Sam, for you, uh, Joan says that uh, being dead is just being surrounded by a bunch of guys who don't want to fuck her. So uh, no difference there. Sam, what about for you? Uh, being dead sucks. I mean, you can't even enjoy cocaine. When you snort it, it just flies out the back of your head like, hey, wait a second. Bernie, what do you say about being dead? What's your take on it? You know, somehow I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I'm dead, but my stamina ain't never been better. Last week, I gave Earth the kid 50,000 pumps. She said, you still going. I said, count them if you ain't got nothing to do. Kick it. Norm, what about you? I get a boombox. The guy brings his own fucking boombox. <laughs> and, Norm, he has his own music. Norm, yeah. what is death like for you? Well, you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's okay, I guess, yeah. Except for that part where, you know, you're uh, eaten by worms. Not good at all. It doesn't get easier. Fucked up. Um, so let's get down to business and review the summer. Um, did you guys hear that Will Smith apologized, Norm? Oh, uh, God. Will Smith. Yeah, for what? Men in Black 3? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. For slapping Chris Rock. Nah, I ain't scared of Will Smith, punk ass, wow, wow, we're singing, corny ass motherfucker. I slapped the hair right up of his head. G.I. Jane 3, motherfucker, kick it. <laughs> You know, Howard, please, Will Smith once slapped me so hard, I had to leave. I had to, he slapped my face so hard, I had to leave it in the shop overnight. 
Norm, did did anything surprise yeah. you over the summer that was in the uh, news? You know, yeah, as a matter of fact, it did, Harry. You know, because uh, yeah, I saw they uh, overturned that uh, Roe versus Wade. You know, and yeah. uh, we got a we got a, a Chuck E. Cheese up here, and now there's no damn dead kids to go to it. Oh, I'll tell you, it's a real tragedy. A tragedy. <laughs> you know, when I got an abortion, do you know that my mother was thrilled, Howard? She was thrilled. God, it was the closest I got to dating a Jewish doctor. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Hey, well, let me, direct, let, let me direct you guys a little bit. Did you hear that Ben Affleck finally married J-Lo? Uh, oh, yeah, and it took him a long time. Oh, it took him a long time. Oh, and I like that shit with all that ass. J-Lo, mm, bubble butt pumpkin pie. Hit that shit all day and night. Kick it! Oh, I'm going disco. What the hell? I'm fucking band. You Let me ask you guys about this. Uh, no one's talking about this. What about this author, Salman Rushdie, getting stabbed? Oh, uh, you know, how, yeah, let, let me handle about, this oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just about, want to say that. It's a bad that, review. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm not a learned fellow, you know, but uh, yeah, it uh, seems to me that uh, getting stabbed is a uh, bad review, you know, like a, like a wild stabbing <laughs> is uh, never good. No, it is not. <laughs> you sure, and, Norm? Uh, Sam, uh, Sam, Sam, what about that uh, monkey pox? Uh, that scary shit, huh? Yeah, sure. Sure. I think we've all heard that uh, monkeypox is a gay disease. So I think the lesson here, folks, is if you're going to fuck a monkey, make sure it's a girl monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you're always controversial. Nasty motherfucker. You know, you're always controversial. Always controversial. <sighs> now, what did you guys think of the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago for the government documents they wanted back. Uh, you know something? Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you Because I ain't come here for no foolishness. I want to explain something right motherfucking now. You want to know what I think? Trump yeah. gets away with every motherfucking thing. If Obama would have sold an ashtray, it would have tased his motherfucking ass in a rose garden. <laughs> yes. He's right. He's right. Jesus, Preach. Howard. Preach. Are you kidding me? I hate to say this, but Donald Trump actually lived out my fantasy. I also wanted to bury my first wife in the backyard. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh wow. You are, you are edgy as a... Did you guys... Um, oh, this is an interesting uh, thing that happened over the summer. The actress Rebel Wilson announced she's a lesbian. Oh, good oh. for her. But God, she's so fat. You know, she's so fat. She didn't come out of the closet, Howard. She came out of the kitchen. Oh, oh shit! No, re no re can we can we talk? Rebel Wilson is so fat she won't eat pussy unless it comes to the side of curly fries. Well, hold on a second. I gotta tell I gotta tell you something. You know, uh, she's skinny now. She uh, lost uh, weight. Oh, yeah. oh, that's very, you know you know something. Well, that's very smart. It's very smart because it's easier to go down under when you can separate a woman's thighs. I mean. God. Oh, come on, that line was so good. Sam Kinison tried to snort it. Come on. Oh, hey. okay, here we go. Oh. Hey. That wasn't necessary. I don't know if I'd be insulting people if I was you, Joan. You're so ugly, you gave your face to science, and science gave it back. Oh, oh it's a monster. Kill it. Damn. Okay. Oh, Sam, you got a new face, too. Oh, yeah. 
after the head-on collision. You know what? You know what? You guys are so funny. I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we do a roast battle since yeah. you guys are uh, are so Let's good at it? Do it. Yeah, yeah, Let's go of course. Bring the fuck on. I'm ready when you are. Norm, you start. Shut the fuck up. Hey, uh, Bernie, you know, uh, I just want to say uh, you were great in Transformers. You know, I, uh, I loved it when you uh, transformed a full theater into an empty one. Oh, you know, because hey, of your inability to hey, act. Okay, that's fucked up, but check this out, Norm. The only thing that lasted more than one season was your cancer, motherfucker. Hey, 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 that's not right. You take that back, you uh, scoundrel. But uh, hey, hey, you tell me this there, uh, tough guy. Why do you sound like a motorboat that had a stroke? Oh, yeah, come on. Come on. I don't know. Why the fuck is your delivery slower than the Uvalde Police Department? Kick it! Oh, that's a good oh. joke right there. I'll give you that one. Eddie Van Hill. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac so black my fashion police shot him. Oh, shit. Oh. Is Rivers your last name or were you found dead in one? Damn you, ugly. Kick it! Oh, Bernie, I can't be the first person to say this to you, but what are you saying? I would tell you to enunciate, but I think that's the name of your sister. <laughs> you making fun of my voice, motherfucker. You making fun of my motherfucking voice. You so loud, black women tell you to be quiet in the movie theater. Oh, oh, don't piss off a black woman. You oh, motherfucker. I kick your motherfucking ass. Never did if that. I had a rock, I'd bust your head, bitch. Oh, you know, so all, right, all right, all right, all right. Wait, wait, wait so let me get to, let me get to, wait, 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 calm down. Listen to this. Listen to this. Good Listen Lord. to this. I'm going to say this. This has been amazing, but I'm going to let you guys now get back to your afterlives, okay? Huh? What? 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 You kicking hey. us out? Hey, wait a second. What's wrong, Howard? You can't handle us? Yeah. Huh? Right, right. God, you become such a pussy that Beth is thinking about adopting you. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 so now, so I bring you guys back, and now you're roasting me? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why, why not? Fuck yeah. Come on. All right, listen. You want to roast me one at a time. Do it one at a time so people can hear you. All right, all right. Okay, ladies first. Ladies, my turn first. Ladies first. Howard. What a schnoz on you. I've seen smaller noses on Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh my shit. God. That's all you got? That's all you got, Joan? I, I, got more. I, I, I can't believe you still have a show. Oh, God, you're the worst thing to hit the air since United 93. Oh, oh my God. Damn. Oh, oh, God, Howard Stern, you look like Slender Man fucked a troll doll. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, I can't argue with that. Bernie, go ahead. Have a, have a, go ahead. Skeleton-looking motherfucker. <laughs> He's skinny. It's 2022. Tell me why the fuck you still got a Jerry curl. Oh, my God. <laughs> How you know something? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You look like some shit my kid made out of pipe cleaners for arson craft, motherfucker. <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> what the fuck? What an insult. Oh, God. Uh, Norm, you, you got what? anything? Yeah, Jesus Christ, Howard. You look fucking terrible. Yeah, I've seen jello molds with stronger bone structure. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, shit. Howard, Howard, I, I think we figured it out. I think we've unraveled the mystery. We all know why you've always hunched over. Because you've spent 68 years trying to find your dick. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh that's oh, fucking oh, a okay. You know oh, what? Uh, shit. Listen. Uh, here's, here's the ultimate comeback. 
You know what I've got that you don't? A pulse. So yeah. you're all dead. Oh, you yeah. fuck. Oh, dirty no, motherfuckers. No, fuck you. That was too motherfucking soon. Fuck that was fucked up. You you better stay in the studio all motherfucking day. Goodbye, dead Go motherfucking ass. Fuck you. Goodbye. 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 There they are, Robin. That's promised. A science. A science. Not a science. A science, which is the proper <laughs> French pronunciation, science of dead comics. What a what a treat! Ah, oh, that turned out kind of bad for you. They all came yeah. down on you. You'd think they they'd be happy. Yes, uh, with you at least, because you're oh, bringing them back. Very insulting, and uh, so good to hear from all of them, especially Bernie Mac. I mean, oh yeah, the guys. The guy just like died out of nowhere. I mean, the guy was he was on fire, and. Uh, I don't know what happened there. I don't yeah, even know I think how he, he died. had a number of conditions he never disclosed to anyone. You know, he probably was suffering and struggling a lot, but he stayed on stage. He always worked, and then he died. Let me give you a couple of summer bummers here from the Whack Pack. Maybe you'll be interested. Oh, I see Bobo. Summer bummers. I'll give you summer bummer. I'll give you summer bummers from several of the uh, Whack Pack and let you know what's been going on because I want to catch you up. But I see Bobo is on the phone with another question. Yes, Bobo, what is your question? Okay, Howard, how you doing? Um, you have to choose now to have the amazing ability, such as yourself, as being an accomplished painter or having the skills of playing the guitar like Tom Morello. You can only have one. Which one do you choose? Hmm. Well, I mean, Bobo, that's kind of a silly question, don't you think, in that I chose to paint, you know what I mean? And in real life, I I guess I could have studied guitar, but I decided to study painting. Right. You know but what I mean? So you know the answer. Yeah, but what? you always love to play the guitar. You always say you wish you could really play the guitar well. All right. So that's well, I wish I could. Say. I wish, I, I mean. <laughs> like Tom Mowello. Right. Why? No, but let me turn it around. What do you prefer, land or sea? I like the ocean. The ocean. Okay. Mm. There you go. There you go. Could you go live there? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, go right now. <laughs> I go almost all the time. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. go into the ocean. You prefer ocean <laughs> to land? Is. Go be in the ocean. <laughs> Bobo Puppet, do you have a question? I do. Uh, predictability or excitement? Your thoughts. Hmm. That's a good one. I think you want to know some bubble puppet predictability. Uh, you know, you okay. want predictability. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spanish or French? Your thoughts? Spanish, because more people speak it. Why? Mm. Uh, breakfast or dinner? Your thoughts? Always breakfast. I love mm. fucking breakfast. No lunch. <laughs> I, you know, some toilet, reason I can toilet paper over or under. Your uh. I guess over. Yeah. Why? Mm. Outer space or bottom of the sea? Your thoughts? Uh, outer space, always. Mm. Yeah. Wild neighbors or nosy neighbors? Your thoughts? Uh, nosy mm. neighbors. Loud neighbors, I, I would have to, you know. Is that what them. he said? Loud neighbors? Yeah. Why? Wild neighbors. Wow. <laughs> Why? Winning the watery. Or winding your dream job, your thoughts. Lottery, because then I wouldn't have to mm. work. Mm. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, how much am I winning in the lottery? Bagels or toast? No thoughts. Bagels, always. Mm, yeah. Right, yeah. Bikini or one-piece bathing suit? Oh, come on. Come on. Let's, that's you an easy one. You know the answer to yeah, that. Doctor I, Who or Walking Dead? Your thoughts. Walking Dead. Uh, uh, Do you even know Doctor Who? Yeah, I know who Doctor Who is. But you've never he's that, watched uh, it. He's that guy who helps the fat people lose weight, isn't it? No, no, that's Doctor Now. No, that's Doctor Now. now. Who? <laughs> Doctor Who. No. <laughs> Doctor Now. <laughs> All right. Speeding uh, ticket or parking ticket? Your thoughts? Uh, parking ticket. <laughs> mm. It's cheaper. You don't get points. No points. No right. points. No. You mm. see, I can communicate with the Bobo puppet. I just have a hard time with the bo yeah. with the actual Bobo. With actually yeah. Bobo. Yeah. Brown hair or black hair? Your thoughts? Mm. Uh, brown hair. I think it's more subtle. Mm. 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 September yeah, sort of 12th like your or September 13th? Your thoughts? <laughs> September 12th, my sister's birthday. Oh, yeah. What is it? Yeah. 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 See, this, this guy's got good questions, this Bobo Puppet. Bobo Puppet, do you think, here's a question for you. Do you think you could ask me questions till 10 a.m. and just keep going with this? <laughs> 50s music or 80s music? Your thoughts? Uh, 80s. 50s, mm, horrible. Right. 50s, I, I mean, come on. Well, the 80s had yeah. Van Halen. You don't uh, like doo-wop? No. Doo for I hate doo-wop. I like mm. to do. But yeah. not the other thing. It's a wop. slur. The yeah. wop. <laughs> yeah. Robin, please. Um, <laughs> People right, or animals? Um, animals. All right. Thank you, Bobo and Bobo Puppet. Thank you. All right. You thank, you. You thank you or you're welcome. You're um, <laughs> I like thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Um, now it's time for a uh, summer bummer update uh this is uh an update on bigfoot <coughs> all right here we go we all had our summer some of us good some of us bad but we all had it and um some of the whack pack did not have they had summer bummers bigfoot i was gonna especially. say you're telling me the whack pack did not enjoy summer not everyone uh not everyone had a great summer. I'll start out with our favorite mountain man, the Bigfoot himself. Um, I was really actually thinking about Bigfoot over the summer. Like, what happened to him? Like, you know, every like he had to move from his house. But Bigfoot is currently living in a group home. Mm. Um, according to the guys, he spends most of his days watching porn on his iPad. Okay. Uh, Wolfie's in touch with him a lot, and he calls Wolfie to report every single one of his problems. And I'll give you a montage of just wow. a few of his voicemails to Wolfie over the summer. Here you go. Yeah, I'm trying to run a car. Yeah, obviously, I can't even dial a number. I guess you're the only fucking person I can call, Wolfie. Get back to me whenever you can. All right? And I'm very angry. This is Bigfoot or Marquis Shaw Jr. You know the number. Use it. Yes, I haven't been here. Somebody came in my room and is naked. It is uh, from the waist down. It is showing me her buggedness, and I'm not very happy with that. It is, you know, and they keep having sex. It is, and they don't want to invite me to have sex. Yeah, this is Marquis Shaw Jr. If you don't send me some money, it is pretty quick. It is, I won't be part of your whack pack. All right, this is Bigfoot or Marquis Shaw Jr. 
Take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it. Bye. Wolfie says his voicemail inbox is constantly clogged with messages of Bigfoot complaining or asking for help. What did uh, did you send him any money, Wolfie? Uh, is he threatening? He's, I heard him. He's threatening to quit the whack pack. That would be a disaster. It's like feeding pigeons. If if you help him out one time, it's just constant. I, I get a, right. a call. That's one of the daily calls. He just wants me to send him money constantly. Right, mm. right, right. Well, and uh, wait a minute. There was one thing about everybody in the group home having sex, but they won't invite him. Yeah, he's he's very upset. He he thinks I don't know if it's true, but he thinks people in the group home are having like group sex sessions, but they never invite him. So that's that's why he, he's angry about it. Some some girl walked in his room. Sh- he says showed her muff and then ran out of the room, and then he, he never got any sex. Her muff got frightened of Bigfoot. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, this is a, an update. Bigfoot, uh, and by the way, I kind of relate to Bigfoot. I feel the same way. I see people and I go, I know they're all having sex, but no one is inviting me. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot broke off his engagement to his fiance Melody, for the second time. I didn't and think that was going to work out. You said that, Robin. You know, you have a great way of predicting <laughs> these things. You're so observant. Um, <laughs> but Bigfoot also, I should mention, when you listen to him, he pronounces Melody's name Melanie. So I yeah. didn't. Your prediction was an easy one because when you don't get your fiance's name <laughs> yeah, when right, when you don't know her name, it's probably yeah. not going to work. I was upset when I heard they broke up. I was worried that Bigfoot wouldn't get his deposit back from the plaza uh, where they were going to be. <laughs> uh, Wolfie, I got some bad news for you, Wolfie. I got scabies because of Melanie. What happened? I went to her fucking sister's place. I spent one fucking night. And I ended up kicking scabies off her couch. I even had to go to the hospital, I did. Her sister's house was a disaster area. Looks like a fucking hurricane went through the place. And now I got scabies because of her. How many times in your life now have you had scabies? Quite a few fucking times. I'm sick of it. How do you keep falling into the same trap? I fucking don't know. Do you still plan on marrying Melody? No fucking way. After what she put me through this weekend? Uh, no. I thought you two were soulmates. I thought I was too. You see what thought got me? I'm sorry she ruined your summer. She did. She ruined it. I was having a good time before I ran into her again. I don't know what scabies are. I don't know anyone who has scabies, but he kind of, I mean, Bigfoot at this point is about eighty percent scabies. Like he just is sca- like there's just a whole farm of scabies all you over. You think him. COVID is bad? He has uh, scabies more than anybody. Well, what's weird? Over the summer, I interviewed scabies, and they're disappointed they got Bigfoot. They thought they could do better. <laughs> anyway, so that's a Bigfoot thing, and then uh, I've got Tan Mom. Summer Tan Mom was. Uh, she had a bunch of trouble this summer. Really? Yeah. I thought things were looking up for her last time we talked. I know, but this time she was in the hospital this summer dealing with an unusual medical condition. Here's an update. Patricia, what's going on? Um, well, I was sick. I thought I had COVID, and I was sick for four days. I couldn't eat or drink, just um, spitting up, flu, um, like mucus. And so finally I caved, and I went to the hospital, and um, it's uh, my... Pancreas stone near my 
gallbladder. So you said you had a pancreas stone in your gallbladder? Yeah. Is that bad? Yeah, totally. Um, and then there's the gallbladder across from it, you know, two sides, the pancreas, the gallbladder. It, there's a small little stone there, and they think it might have went through. But I've been constipated, so I've not gone to the bathroom or anything in five or six days. Did she say a gold bladder? She did say gold bladder. <laughs> she has a gold bladder. <laughs> Other what, people don't. They have medically, a Robin. <laughs> did that make any sense to you? The the stone. Uh, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Stone between, and it's it's. Where is it now? We don't know. <laughs> I can tell you that Tan Mom found love over the summer, but it was short-lived. Oh. Yeah. Did you have a male suitor approach you this summer? Yes, I did. And what type of proposal did he have for you? Would you spend the rest of your life with me? And I was just like, yeah, I was shocked and happy at first because I really thought this was going to be something different and special. But it just turned out to be, to me, another lie. So what is your current relationship update? Um, I postponed everything. It's just, um, I feel like it was about my money. I have all the messages saved on my phone, how much you love me and this, that, and that. I've heard it all before. So a man that's only known you a couple of months proposes marriage? Oh, it's happened before so many times. <laughs> Wolfie thinks that Tam Mom got catfished, that this yes. French dude, some guy with a French accent called up. And I guess was working it for some cash. And uh, she thinks she was engaged to him. Right, Wolfie? And what what, what made you think that she was being catfished? It, it's very suspicious. She she has so few details about this person. Uh, I know Mehmet tried to get uh, a photo or tried to get this person on the line. And, and it just <laughs> never happened. She always has an excuse why she can't do it. Here, Tam Mom says her ex-boyfriend is a wealthy French entrepreneur. And this is her trying to explain some things about Does him. he speak with a French accent? Yes. When he's speaking to you, how does he sound imitated? Like, it was always elaborate. Francais. Bonjour. Like, it was always dragged out. Bonjour. Madame. You go, bonjour. Madame. Oui, oui. Madame Bordeaux. Patricia. 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 I'm like, it's Patricia. Um, it uses different words opposed to American words. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. We, 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 like all those like little things which you can figure out a little bit of French. But then he he knows American, so I didn't have to worry about that. You're a special gift. Like he'll say it like that. I'm like, oh brother, so elaborate. It was everything so dramatical. That's the word. What does he refer to you as? His princess. He calls you his princess. He, yeah, and also his number one. But I don't buy any of this. Do you get the sense that this guy is a French playboy? Yes. Hmm. Another one I picked. Hello, Tan Mom. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I'm over here in France. Bonjour. Bonjour for you, my darling. I am eating a croissant and some escargot. So let's go, honey. Let's get married and get some of that cash. <laughs> Tan mom. Here's why Tan mom called off the engagement. Did you tell her you thought that um, she thought you, you thought that she was being catfished? I did. Yeah, I said something does not sound right about this guy. Uh, and Mamet warned her too. We've we've been trying to help her. Right.
but she's convinced she's in a relationship. For sure. Yeah. You know when someone's with somebody else and you can only talk to you, that person whenever you like are alone. So is he married? Yeah, he's still married. He's not divorced yet. It was kind of a romantic, you know, um, French and the whole, the ring and, you know, it was all swept away and then I woke up. <laughs> you got swept up, your heart was fluttering, but then you snapped back to reality. Yeah, called off the engagement and then I was just like, um, I don't trust, I don't trust the situation. Uh, and then he would say, oh, I'm not lying, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, this divorce finalized and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, okay. So would you say this has kind of been the summer of heartbreak for you? Yes, it has been. Did she ever meet him face to face? So so <laughs> those details are a little bit sketchy. So she claims to me that this person flew to Florida and went into her house and immediately her kids were, were put off by this guy. And she took a shower at some point, and she found him on her computer when she came out of the bathroom. So, <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> oh my god! Do you go crazy when you interview like a tan mom? You must go nuts. I mean, it, it's it's constant. It's all of these people call like even Rooster calling me twenty four hours a day. There's there's just always something going on with these people. Wow. There's no, it's never calm. Like, they never have a calm day. It's always chaos. Speaking of Rooster, Rooster called us yesterday, and uh, I just didn't understand his story, but he lived in a trailer home, and he said this guy got shot, and he kind of was a hero, and he rescued him. Well, we called the police department. We got all the details. They said, in fact, Rooster's a hero. Everything he said was true. It all checked out. Rooster what? actually... Yep, Rooster disarmed a guy and uh, was and like, and they even said he shouldn't have gone outside during a shootout. But Rooster was the hero. Wow! So there you go. Yeah. All right. I guess we have to take his word for it. <laughs> yep, it checked out. A lot of people wrote me in the email. Hey, what's with Rooster? Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you. I'll show you what he mean. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it though. Like if, if that he he disarmed a guy that was bleeding out. The guy was probably and he disarmed the guy who was defending himself right yeah, I, it wasn't I, I, like that guy came to shoot anybody i i just think the guy was bleeding out he probably hallucinated that rooster was like a thumb trying to take the gun from him <laughs> i'm totally bummed out after hearing rooster on monday morning he disappointed me big time that story was bullshit 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 hey to my to this guy who wrote this nope rooster uh absolutely was telling the truth are you sure you talked did you call the sheriff yeah i did yep okay. i did it wasn't yep, some did. guy rooster put up as a sheriff. No, 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 no. Second-hand information. I, I talked to Rooster, the sheriff's Rooster was 100% legit. Uh, here's All another right. one. All that right. fat fuck Rooster tripped himself up in his own lies. I don't believe a word of that story. He should change his name from Rooster to Redneck Bobo. Nope. And this guy says, Rooster's a lying slob. That story was obviously bullshit. His fabricated stories have as much credibility as his fast food reviews. McDonald's has the best ice cream in America. Yeah, right. This guy is an air whore written all over him. No, I know he took some shit in the email, but Rooster was 100% legit. According That's to the, amazing. Uh, police department confirmed everything that happened, and they said Rooster was a hero. <laughs> I still think about him flipping the guy over to see if he can find an exit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded crazy to me, but uh, they they claim it's all true. Rooster was the man. So there you go. I stand corrected, and so does everyone else, I hope. Uh, here's another summer bummer story. Jeff summer, the Drunk. Summer. 
Uh, Jeff the drunk thinks he broke his dead arm when he slipped and fell in oh, his trailer. Geez. Yeah. I think I broke my arm up by the shoulder. Because when I put my sling on or take it off, it like clicks back and forth. Did you go to the hospital? Yeah, but it don't hurt or nothing. Well, because it's dead. Right. They've never x-rayed it. Right, but you told them you fell on the arm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I told them, yeah, but they only x-rayed my ribs. That's kind of messed up. I want to get it chopped off anyway. Yeah, and that's his new thing. He wants to get his arm chopped off, but right. no doctor will do it. Um, I don't know what you do with that dead arm. Do you bother to put it in a cast if it's broken, or do you just leave it? I don't Sounds know. Like- I mean, if it was a displaced break where, you know, the bones weren't aligned, mm-hmm. you'd have to do something with it. So it doesn't sound like anything seemed wrong with his arm. The other update I got from him was that, uh, did you hear about this, Wolfie? He got thrown off Twitter because he said something about Trump. No, that that was news to me. I, I heard it when you guys heard it for the first time. His quote was, uh, Trump should die like a dog. And he got, I don't know if he, I, I think they took him right off Twitter. Anytime you mention someone should die. Right. Um, are you still suspended from Twitter or are you I'm, back on? I'm back on. I was only off for a week. Yeah. Is it weird to get suspended from Twitter? Like, does it feel like you went to jail? Yeah, it's like, go to jail. You know, they do it to me on Instagram also. I I get, like, cut off for a week for posting um, stuff about Trump. And I don't know why. And so you I don't go, know why. No, no. I get about wishing him to die like a dog. Okay. But other stuff, I post like the Taliban, and then I show pictures of Trump fans and saying, this is our Taliban. That got suspended. So I don't know. Well said. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> they don't know what you mean, so they took it off. They said, we don't know if this is bad yeah. or good, but we're taking it down anyway. Like My mom gets kicked off of all those social media platforms, but that's because she misbehaves. She says stuff she's not supposed to, so I'm sure Jeff What did she be. say? Like, what are the top offenses your mom... It's so embarrassing when your mom gets thrown oh, off. It, it really is. I mean, it, yeah. I, it's, it's everything. It's about, you know... Uh, it just derogatory stuff about Biden, about different conspiracy theories. I mean, it, it's just, it's constant. Like, I, I have people that just reach out to me, like, your mom is crazy and they're worried about her. And yeah, she, but, but the, those people wear that as a badge of honor. If you get kicked off of Facebook, that means like you're really getting out the good information and they stopped you because of it. She takes pride I mean, in that. You got to be pretty crazy to be too crazy for Twitter. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to nope. be out of your mind. Exactly. But your mom, I, I don't understand these people with the conspiracy theories. There's just no evidence of any of it. And yet <laughs> they just they just love. It's a weird phenomenon now. It's like everyone loves. Well, they are completely convinced that there's an alternate truth and yeah. nobody will tell the truth about their, their truth. truth. Yeah. 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 What's I, the I craziest that- thing your mom believes? 
Uh, I mean, if, when, when you go through the list, what is it? The Do you follow her, by the way, to just see what she's up to? Because I know you don't like talking to her and seeing uh, her. Yeah, I hope she doesn't hear this. I, I have her hidden, so like she still thinks she's connected to me, but I'd never see any of the stuff that she posts unless I actively search it out. I um, yeah, I mean, trying. To, uh, well, yeah, I, the biggest thing is is that Michelle Obama is a man, and and she legitimately believes that that's the case. Like she sent me pictures of Michelle Obama's crotch, like zoomed in, and she <laughs> swears there's a bulge there. Like that's right. the one that she really believes that. Like that's that's her thing. No, like no the lie. fact that the woman would that make, but but the fact that the woman has two children that like are all you know when you're the president of the United States you're pretty well sort of examined by the world and you, you know what I mean. There's <laughs> a history the of her going to school. Is exactly what's trying to keep the truth away from them. You know, this is this yeah. alternate world yeah. they talk about that has you know demonic connections and wants to get rid of people like her. So and if you so say to your mom, believe, yeah. So if you say to your mom, mom, look, you know, she was married to the president, like the New York Times, even the, the, the legit media would be wise to the fact that she was actually born a man. You know, people would pick up on this and uh, other people would pick up on it. I mean, it's not something easily concealable. She, it doesn't matter. It's just like none of that makes sense. It's just I. But it's like the Earth is flat. I don't care what the fuck you say. If you tell me it's round, then we have pictures from space, and it doesn't. And the, some of the greatest but, minds know that the Earth is round. It doesn't matter, right? In, in other words, she tells me I have my head in the sand. Because they believe that all of this is a conspiracy. All regular news outlets, all governments, all well, that's why this is is some kind of a a big farce. And those people are out to to indoctrinate and chip all the people like her. See, this is why we're doomed, because what's happening is these people also don't believe any of our institutions that's like right the, they're the basic institute in, involved the basic, with it the, the basic institution of an election they don't believe in in other words trump says he was cheated out of the election he also said that about his own election that he was cheated but even when he won he was cheated and everyone cheats and everything is unfair and then they believe him they don't look at anything other than that sounds legit he says it i believe it so you know, all the wacky theories like, you know, uh, sperm, now, now, uh, uh, shrimp are gay or, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a million. I, I, I mean, you don't even know where to start. So all the wacky, like the really wacky stuff doesn't even matter. So now all the institutions don't even matter. Now we, like the FBI is filled with bad people. Exactly. Yep. Like that whole thing. And well, yeah, it, the, it matters, be, uh, you know, that, if, like, the Supreme Court rules in their favor on something, oh, then the Supreme Court is all right. right. But the moment they do anything else, they, you see, they're part of the conspiracy, too. Yeah, the, if you, uh, an institution like the FBI, something that we used to have a lot of pride in, like, that, that's all washed away. Faith, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all, they're out to get Trump or whatever. That That's the stuff she believes. I mean, even how do you believe I know. How do you believe that? Yeah, you too. How do you believe that Hillary runs a pedophile ring? I mean, really? I mean, don't you think that would be? I mean, here's our fake Alex Jones interviewing Wolfie's mom, just as a refresher. 
hundred percent confirmed. Michelle Obama's a man wearing a wig. Tell me a little bit about what you know. What's your intel on Michelle Obama? Well, you see a bulge there. You know, most women don't have. Uh, most women really know women really have that. And uh, I mean, it's okay if she wants to be that way, but don't lie about it. You know. Uh, just be honest. Just I'll say, Barb, it's a, it's a little bit uh, liberal, progressive of you to call call him she. I will say that. That's a, that's you're raising some red flags here, Barb. <laughs> I have no respect for for her. You know. There you go. So that's why nothing is real anymore. The the government is doomed because uh, you know everybody's a fake. Everyone's a fraud. Everybody's lying. FBI yep. is lying. They planted evidence. And now also the evidence was declassified, which is just a bullshit story. And it's not it, it's not declassified. You can't you can't be the ex-president and declassify uh, classified information. And you can't declare executive privilege when you're no longer the executive. The only guy who gets executive privilege in this country is Joe Biden. He's the president. But then they go, well, he's not the president. Trump's the yeah, president. He's not I mean, a legitimate president. He stole the election. So this country's gone full on wacky unless everybody just fucking agrees to put a stop to this. But uh, the Republicans are still buying into it. Michelle Obama is on the phone, is very upset about this uh, Wolfie's mother uh, spreading these lies. Go ahead, Mrs. Obama. God, my fucking balls itch right now. I mean, my, uh, my cunt lips itch. Uh, <laughs> right. This is Michelle Obama, former first lady. Yeah, you when you Michelle, when you yeah, we were talking about you. When you hear a woman like Wolfie's mother, and you know, I'm talking about the the mainstream people who you think you know at work and this and that. When they say you're a man, it's got to be just so insulting to you. You're such a lovely woman. It's insulting. It's insulting. I mean, not only is it insulting. I mean, I'm up to my nuts and ovaries right now. I mean, people <laughs> have fun with their conspiracies, but you know, all these conspiracies. You know, people have it's on. And you had, and you had, and you had children. You got a, you've got a, a snatch, right? And and you've had children. I have, I have a snatch. I'm gonna let Barack fuck me. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna let Barack fuck you later with the, you know, with his big ass fucking cock. And I tell right. you what, I'm ovulating right now. And I'm on my period and all of that. If I'm a right. man, like you said, how did my kids come out of me? Right, right, yeah. Would they come out of your ass? I know it's unbelievable. Listen, anytime you want, I'll march right down there. And I'll show you my clam. I'd be happy. Okay, <laughs> I'd love to see your clam. All right, thank there's, you. That would be there. I got a seven-inch split. <laughs> what was thank that? You. What? She said something about her clit. What? <laughs> I got a seven-inch clit, Robin. <laughs> I don't want you to stare at it too much when I come down there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mrs. O Mrs. Obama, I love you. I wish you were the first lady still. I wish uh, Barack was still president. I tell you the truth. Well, I tell you, I'm one of those people. I like Biden. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, listen, you're entitled to your opinion. It's you know, he's a great guy, Biden. He worked well with my husband, and um, you know, right now it's just you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it easy right now. Um, right. If you want, do you ever use do you ever use a vibrator? All the time. Um, I use a vibrator, you know, Barack, I mean, Barack, now that he's not president anymore, you know, we're, you know, our sex life is off the chain and we're, we're, you know, it's pretty much every night. And I'll tell you what, what I can do is I can just start hitting my pussy on the phone right now. Would you like me to do that? Just to kind of yes. you and your audience All right, yeah, to shut, to shut up Wolfie's mom. Go ahead. All right. Do you yeah. hear it? Yeah. There you go. That sounds like that a doesn't pussy. doesn't prove anything that I don't know what will. 
<laughs> all right. Thank you, Mrs. Obama, and, and and thank you for all your service. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. I'm a very fan. very sweet lady. Yep. <laughs> very sweet and classy. Let's add that. What else? I told you about uh, Jeff the drunk. I told you about Tam Mom. I told you about King of All Blacks. He had it so bad they had to drain his lungs the COVID. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's summer bummer. There you go. Oh, high pitch yeah. Eric. Um, what is his summer bummer? Did he have COVID too? Did I? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. High pitch Eric. He had a summer bummer too. But you know what? It didn't bother him in the least. Summer Here, summer bummer. High pitch Eric. Summer bummer. No! Well, listen, I got work. that you have COVID? Is that true? Yeah, I'm fully fucking vaccinated. And, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I have COVID because I don't have no symptoms. I have no fever. I'm still going out having fun. Yeah, but Eric, you could get someone very, very ill. Someone someone could possibly die. If someone has a, a compromised immune system, they could die. Well, what, 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 I do, what I'll do is I'll wear a mask because I need to get my cigars for the week. Are you going to go inside? Yeah, just to pick up my cigars for the weekend, yes. Do they know you have COVID? No. Well, do you think you should tell them you have COVID? Well, listen, I'm healthy. I take vitamin C. I take everything. Okay. If I were you, I would stay home. Yeah, it's going to be so fucking nice out this weekend. Yes, but Eric, you have COVID. Someone could die. You could kill someone. Yeah, I'll wear a face, two face masks. <laughs> He's not going to wear any mask. No, that. no. You know, in a way, too, there's no justice in the world. When a guy as unhealthy as high pitch Eric gets COVID and has no symptoms. Yeah. I mean, that's not fair. You know, and it's like. He doesn't well, eat healthy. Like life is fair in any way. I, I am one of those naive people who believe life is supposed to be fair. I, I, you're right. I do. I still. I, I mean, where is it fair, Howard? How about that clip? When you seen that? How about that clip when Sal is the voice of reason? You know? I know. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's your, yeah. I, I'm just amazed. Like these people coast through life. Even like Bigfoot when he was talking about scabies, he, he called the ambulance to take him to the hospital. So that's right. got to be 20 grand out of the taxpayers' <laughs> pockets to pay for that ambulance ride for scabies. It's amazing. I know. It is crazy. Well, there's your summer bummers. Summer bummer, a summer so bad. Yeah. Summer bummer, the whack pack inside. Oh, my God. This is Big Blood. I got scabies. <laughs> hey, it's Tamma. My fiance left me. It's Project Eric. I got COVID-19. The king of all black. COVID almost killed me. I'm just a junk. I might get on my phone. What summer was I living hell? We all said Elijah's so bad. Oh, oh. Now it's summer, so. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah, Olivia Newton-John died over the summer, too. I know. I was going to do that game with you about... Let me see if I can find it. Summer obit quiz. You might like this. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Steve. 
Steve in Pennsylvania. Well, I'll get the quiz out. Hey, Howard. Um, hey, Steve, what up? Hey, so I liked your interview with Rosie yesterday, and um, I used yes. to like watch her talk show when I was in high school. I thought she was always funny and things like that, and I haven't heard from her, you know, what she's been doing. I followed up. But um, I heard yesterday that Kelly Clarkson um, was going to take over for Ellen, like be the new big talk show. And I just kind of want to get your opinion on that because I can't really stand her as a talk show host. And um, do you think that the talk show host, like, you know how Oprah started the whole giving everything away and then Ellen did it? Like, I, I know people enjoy that, but just I think they need to stop. That's all people want anymore is free stuff to me. Well, uh, you know, look, these are uh, afternoon, they're daytime shows. I remember I used to sit with my mother when I was a boy. The, the original daytime show was a, a woman, she was a big Yenta, and her name was Virginia, Virginia Graham. Graham yeah. Virginia Graham is who I'm thinking of, Robin, and she was the original afternoon, a woman talking to other women. And, you know, it morphed. Uh, Rosie had a big fucking show. Her ratings were really big. You don't see the big ratings now. Like Kelly Clarkson, uh, Drew Barrymore has a show. They got um, they got a bunch of these shows. And, you know, they're all kind of fighting for their spot. It's tremendously some work, lucrative. Some don't, yeah. It's very lucrative, that time slot, because these shows don't cost uh, a lot to uh, produce. Jennifer Hudson just started one. And they try different Sherry women Shepherd at it. Sherry Shepard is coming back. She's Sherry Shepard. the windy slot. But Kelly Clarkson, you mentioned, she's going to get Ellen's syndicated time slots. What, what the problem is, these local stations are trying to figure out how they're going to fill the time. And Ellen got big ratings for daytime and generated a lot of money for the local stations. Yeah. It's a but really important. Yeah, well, what? I mean, look, he says Ellen was funny. Well, Kelly Clarkson is uh, filling a need. I, uh, I mean, what am I going to say? It's not my type of show in terms of uh, you see what kind of show I do. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, you try to be funny. You try to entertain people. But, uh, yeah, I, I think got no... Kelly's going for your best friend. You're just hanging out with your best friend. kind of Right. Thing. Right. It's yeah. for the other ladies. It's not. Yeah. It's a type of programming. And uh, she's evidently good at it. I mean, in terms of uh, the the ladies seem to like her. Kelly Clarkson, what can I tell you? I had her on the show when she first started the um, the talk show. And I, and, I, and, and I tell you, they throw a lot of these shows at the wall and they see who can get some ratings. Yeah, and that's Nick how it Cannon, works. And his didn't work. No. So Nick's, he went back so to Nick, having babies. <laughs> Nick's into a whole fucking scene now with these babies. I mean, I don't know what the guy's doing. You know, I know Nick personally. I work with him on America's Got Talent. I happen to think he's a great guy. I think he's one of the sweetest guys I ever met. But I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Wait a minute. When my... you see a guy, though, that's doing this, do you oh. still maintain he's great? Or do you think uh, there's a problem here? I think he's got a problem. <laughs> but I still like the guy. I mean, I Honestly, enjoy him. you don't have to like him, but, you know, it's just, I don't know that you could say he's great. I think he's, you know, look, this is my value system. I think he's fucking it up for the kids and for uh, the baby mamas and everything else. But he would tell you, I love kids. This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm a good dad. And, yeah, he I says read it. all that stuff. Yeah, so what am I, I going to do? Am I going to sit there and call him up and say, you got to stop having babies? 
I'm waiting until he hits maybe 30, 40 kids, and then I'll call him. <laughs> 40 is the cutoff for me. Once he hits really, 40 that's kids. that's when he's gone too far. That's when I'm going to pick up the phone and go, look, Nick, <laughs> you got to stop. 40 kids, that's enough. That's enough. I think he's on his 10th, 10th kid. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, no. I've lost count at this point. I got a friend who texts me every time Nick makes the announcement that he's going to have <laughs> another kid with another baby mama. And uh, I won't give the guy's name. It's a private thing. But he texts me and he goes, what the fuck? I'm obsessed with this. What's this guy doing? <laughs> and we uh, we talk about it. We both can't figure it out. But I said, look, I, I know the dude. And I said, I said to my buddy, if he goes as far as to populate like an entire elementary school, I'm going to call him. I'm going to put a stop to it. I'm going to say, look, I think you got to you got to. You got to get a, a, what do they call it? Get your balls snipped. Boy, and that kid, he's a good looking kid, Nick Cannon. And he's got money. Guy's got a ripped physique. I've seen him in his trailer. He had his shirt off. I've seen the kid. And he boxes and the whole thing. But you and can he, procreate yourself into poverty, Howard. Absolutely, I've seen it Robin. happen. I am worried about him. And I'll tell you what, he's got this attitude where, you know, he's got some medical issues. He thinks he's going to die young. So I, I think he's just like, you know what? What the fuck? I'll fuck and everything. And, and, uh, but, but he and claims I'm, these are not accidents that they planned no. these children. That's right. I don't know why I think, I think he's hung like a mule. I think he told me that on the air. He said he's got a really big cock, like a nine incher. God, I'm jealous of that. I mean, he's a good looking kid. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he's got the world by the balls. He's got all these hit shows, but. You, you know, know look, Alec Baldwin is doing it all wrong. He keeps having babies with the same woman. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick is, a, a he attracts women like, um, like, 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 um, you know, raw meat attracts flies. <laughs> this guy, I, I walked in his trail. I've told this story a million times on America's Got Talent when he left Mariah Carey. I mean, what was going on in that trailer looked like a fucking party and a half. He had his bros in there. He's got these two guys he hangs around with all the time. And they were hot chicks. Now, when I say hot chicks, there's all levels of hot chicks. These hot chicks were like nothing I'd ever seen before. All supermodel <laughs> You don't even know looking. what planet they came from. <laughs> from the planet, hot chicks. <laughs> and I mean, it was unbelievable. And um, And then every once in a while, we'd be taping. And all of a sudden, a hot chick would be walking down to her seat. They, I see the security be escorting her in after everyone else. And everyone whisper, that's Nick. So he's fucking that chick in the trailer. I go, good Lord, look at this. <laughs> this guy, I mean, I even used to think to myself, well, maybe Nick's gay. He married Mariah Carey and like didn't even fuck her first. And I said, that's very um, strange to me. Like, Like, maybe he's maybe, you know. So I didn't know. I didn't know what his story was. But that kid is not gay. He loves to fuck. Or he he's really to... covering it up. <laughs> and he loves to fuck without a rubber. Like, he won't hear if you're wearing a rubber. He wants the full throttle experience of being inside a woman's vagina. And he will come inside you. Yeah, he's not even pulling out. It's, it's he's he's like, not. Full he's on. Like, full on. Oh, ba baby, pull out. Fuck you. <laughs> You're having a baby. He doesn't care. He's going to have his 10th child. He's This is with uh, model Brittany Bell. His third with her. 
She's got three of his babies. Is that the is one it, he's engaged to? Because he, he also engaged. announced that engaged engagement. He did. What is it, Ian? Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, now. Sorry about your uh, dad to start, bro. It's, I feel Thank bad you. for everybody. But, hey, listen, stop with the dick envy, man. You got a six-inch dick. It's fine. Nah, you know what? I'll tell you dick. something. I got dick but, envy. I'll, I'll tell you the truth, man. I, um... Like, I just went to take a pee during the show. And, like, I pull my underwear down. I'm waiting. Like, even at this age where I I know what I got, I'm waiting to see something kind of flop out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so when I pee. And, it, and like, funny. all of a sudden, it's just like a nubbin. Like, a, um, like just, like, I've got to, like, it, it, there's not, nothing flops. And it's so disappointing. Because I balance my dick on my underwear when I pee, so I don't have to, you know, hold my dick. And it just, it balances like it, there's nothing flopping over my underwear. It's just kind of out straight out. It's not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Hey, Chris, don't you think Nick Cannon's a good looking dude? He's a good looking dude. I think he's an extremely good looking guy with a great body, and I've seen leaked pictures of his penis and it's massive yeah it is a rod yeah and 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 that that's a dick that would flop probably soft and i've seen it hard and it's just i wish he was gay because it's just an incredible hunk of meat he's got um (laughs) and you know what the guy's got a blessed life Uh, when he this is when i did call him not about the the children he's having i called him when he was having all the problems that america's got talent i had already left and um, I saw he the whole thing was blowing up. They wanted to get rid of Nick because he did that controversial podcast or something, and or something. I don't know. They wanted to tell him to shut up, and he got on the phone with me. I'm not shutting the fuck up. Fuck that, you know. Blah blah blah. blah. I said, Nick, don't leave America's Got Talent. It's a great gig. It's a gig for life. That show is going to go on forever. It's a good format. You're going to make a ton of dough. You know me, I'm a practical guy. He says, I don't think that way. I go, but Nick, you don't know if you're going to get another job because I'll get another job. Don't worry about it. And what did he do? He left and I said, oh, fuck, you're never going to hear from him again. He went out and he developed the um, the, the, the mass singer. singer. The mass yeah. singer. Mm-hmm. Go figure that thing. That fucking hunk of junk is like huge. Yeah. People love it. It's like a number one show. And Nick just did it. He's got yeah. big dick energy and it's and a He real sure thing. does. Yeah. And it gives you confidence. And if you're talented and good looking and you have a big dick, you have the world. You have the world. All right. You better calm down over there. You've been <laughs> locked up in that house too long. <laughs> I haven't big had dick any energy. dick since November. <laughs> Nick Cannon's ninth child is due in October. The mom will be DJ Abby De La Rosa. DJ Abby already has twins with Nick, so this is going to be her third. Yeah, he goes around again and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> like a bee pollinating. Yeah. And I guess the engagement rumors weren't true. No, I don't believe so, Robin. A number of uh, celebrities, as I said, passed away this summer. Just to review, I, I thought maybe we'll make this into a bit of a game, Robin. All right. I'll give you the names of the two celebrities. Who died this summer. And then uh, when I say that, I'm going to read you an interesting fact about one of them. And you tell me which of the celebrities 
is the fact about. Okay? All right. I'll give you the name. Now, here's two this people This is interesting. I don't know how this will work. Neither do I. <laughs> don't blame me if this doesn't work. <laughs> All right, here we go. Actor James Caan died over the summer. We had him on the show. We love yes, him. Yes, we did. Yeah. And the Godfather, Sonny Corleone played. Jimmy Caan. Jimmy Caan. Mercy. Uh, best movie ever made, Godfather 1. And the second and best movie is Godfather 2. That's right. But, but Jimmy Caan was, was in, only in Godfather 1. I know. It got killed. Couldn't be in Godfather 2. Michael, but, I ne- Michael, I never wanted this for you. It was always supposed to be Santino. And Fredo, well, you know, it's Fredo. <laughs> but I had dreams, Michael. Governor Corleone. Senator Corleone. But. And then he looks up like maybe even President Corleone, you know. Yeah. Michael, I hope. I hope you don't mind me going over this with you again. No, Pop, it's okay. You know, I mean, no, Pop, it's okay. When they come for you, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> when they come for you, the one who uh, sets up the me, Dad, I know. Pop, I know, I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep going over this with you. It's all right, Pop. We'll get there. What a fucking but movie. He He went on to do... Another great film, Mercy, where he was the writer when... Uh, oh, that was great. James What's Con. her name? Broke his feet. You're talking, <laughs> so about, you're talking about Kathy Bates does the, yeah. in the Stephen King thing. All right. Actor James Conn died over the summer. Man was nominated for Emmys, Golden Globes, and an Oscar. Brian's song, Misery, the one you're talking about, Robin. Yeah. But, of course, uh, Sonny Corleone. Yeah, I called it Mercy. It was Misery. The other guy who died was movie director Wolfgang Peterson. He died of pancreatic cancer. And he was known for big blockbusters, Air Force One, In the Line of Fire, Troy, all these movies. Which one of these two guys turned down a chance to work on Superman? Jeez. I'm going to say it was James Kahn. Of course, James Kahn was offered the role of Superman originally. When Brando, wow. and Brando was in the Superman movie before uh, Chris Reeves. Here, here's James Kahn talking about it. When Superman was made, it was written by Mario Puzo, and it was all tongue-in-cheek. It was right. hysterical. Why didn't they make the movie with you as Superman? Because another director did it, and they, they said it was going to be two movies. Now, at the time, I was very lucky. I could do whatever I want. I could have right. done, you know, the phone book. I was right. that big. Right. So I got a call from Brando one night. Hey, Jimmy, come on, you going to do this picture with me? I said, no, 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 no. I need some laughs. He said. <laughs> 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 See, I used to make a laugh like right. a drop of a yeah, hat. Christopher Reeve wasn't going to make him laugh. No, no, but that wasn't the reason. Was it the money or something? No, they played me plenty of money. It has nothing to do with it. He says, no, 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 what, but come on. I said, you're going to be there three and a half weeks. I'm there for like four months. What, 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 what kind of laughs are we going to have together? You'll have your laughs and you'll take off and you'll leave me alone. That's right. So he says, no, 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 we'll work something out. I said, Marlon, you know they're making two movies out of it. Not one. Right. You're going to make two. He says, so what? I'm doing it. And I said, yeah, but you don't have to wear the suit. And he went, <laughs> and he hung up in a bird. I don't know. James Conn is Superman. I would have watched that. Of course. We would have watched anything Superman. 
Uh, let's see who else we okay. In the category of famous mobsters, Tony Sirico, Sirico from um, The Sopranos. The Sopranos, remember? yeah. He died over the summer, and so did Paul Servino from The Goodfellows. Yes. Both died over the summer. Which of these on-screen mobsters had more arrests than acting credits for the first 16 years of his acting career? That would be Tony. Not Tony. Oh, Tony. No, you mean... Tony, yeah, Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico. Yeah, Tony Sirico. Right, of course. <laughs> of course. Tony Sirico. <laughs> he was a real mobster. Yep. Tony Sirico was arrested 28 times, but only had two convictions for an illegal weapons charge and an armed robbery. <laughs> and, of course, he played Paulie Walnuts. Yes. On The on Sopranos. The to me, the best thing, I mean, I love Tony Sirico in The uh, Sopranos. And, of course, I consider it, and as many fans do, they consider the episode where Tony Sirico and Christopher go into the woods to chase that dude down. And it was so funny. Paulie Walnuts is dead. They, they were trying to kill some Czechoslovakian. Yeah, Russian guy. Like, yeah. Here's the clip that I love. This is, rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Hello? The guy you're looking for is some kind of ex-commando or some shit. He killed 16 Chechen rebels single-handed. T? T, that you? <laughs> ah, damn it. I didn't hear what you said, Tone. So I'm going to talk fast. The guy you're looking for is an ex-commando. He killed 16 Chechen rebels single-handed. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nice, huh? He was with the Interior Ministry. Guy's some kind of Russian Green Beret. This guy cannot come back to tell this story. You understand? I hear you. There is Paulie. Oh? Tony, you there? I fuck! Call me back! Uh, You're not gonna believe this. He killed 16 Czechoslovakians. Guy was an interior decorator. <laughs> His house looked like shit. I've watched that episode like five times, maybe. That's so funny. Well, Ralph's on the phone. He wants to talk about Nick Cannon. What do you want to say? Hey, Ralph. I just, I just got to talk about the women in his dressing room for a second. And, and they were stunning. They were not 10s. They were like 12s. They had a glow around them. And second of all, they, they, they came... Like Robin, they would be sitting in the trailer, right? They'd just come to visit him. They were all dolled up like it was a nightclub. I mean, you, you've and never none seen of them. You went you. in with me? Were you in there with me? Oh, you know, who, you, you, know, you walked by. They were coming in and out. And Nick yeah, I went three, in. But you weren't inside. Phones. You weren't yeah. inside the trailer with me. Yes, I was. They were sitting there. Like at one point, there were two sitting there inside the trailer. I mean, the trailer, the everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I went in there. Those chicks would not. They were so snobby. They would not talk. They'd only like like direct their attention toward Nick. Right. And may, I thought maybe because I was the white guy in the trailer, like you know, because Nick's black, and then his two buddies were black, and all the chicks were kind of like I don't know what they were, but they were a little bit black. Yeah, and right. um, maybe. And then I didn't know if it was like <laughs> a racial thing or just an ugly dude thing. Like like like, hey, we're not. You're first of all, you're married, and second of all. You're a white dude. 
No, it's or, a hot chick. I don't think it was a racial thing. thing at all. Yeah, it was a hot chick thing. They just sit there like they're perfect because they are. And uh, Yeah, I, but I, I mean, like, I was friendly toward them. I was like, hey, chicks, you know, like, what way? What's happening? You know, hey, how do you yeah, know? Yeah, but like, they're there for Nick. They are not going to show you any... Favor. I'll tell you my move. I was like, I walked in and go, hi, nice to see everyone. You know, and, oh, yeah, you know, they just stare, these hot chicks. And then I go, hey, how do you know Nick? How do you guys know all each other? And no one even like answered. No one. Yeah. And then Nick was like kind of like Nick would go, hey, yeah, I know these girls from back. Blah, blah, blah. Like Nick would answer for them. Like they were like they were they were slow adults. Right. Like they couldn't the, talk the whole themselves. thing is they have no personality. No, zero percent. It was so hot. It was like ridiculously hot. Like they, these chicks were so hot. They didn't have to develop the art of conversation. <laughs> That's the kind of girl you want to meet. And, and uh, you, you don't know what to say to a girl like that. They were just like you. Just look at them. It's like oh, blah, blah, blah. no. But you know what's hot about them? To me, it's the ultimate. Like those chicks will only talk to Nick. And I was like, you know. I almost wanted to come home and say to Beth, like, when we're in a social situation, like, only direct your conversation to me. That would be so hot. Like, you don't even recognize these other people. It's just all about me. But way um, too friendly to other people. Yeah, yeah. Beth's too nice to people. But these chicks, they were, um, like, they were just, like, empty vessels ready to be filled with Nick's babies. They just sat there, like, yeah, it was like, and I just felt invisible, so I got uncomfortable and I left. You know, I'm sensitive to that stuff. I, I grew up in a black neighborhood, and a lot of times I'd be in a room, like a classroom, and um, black chicks would ignore me. But um, they weren't hot chicks necessarily. Some of them were, but all were like, all black chicks ignored me. They were like, so, tan, they were like tan chicks. They were, you, you know. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't, whatever. The point was. They were gorgeous. <laughs> they were gorgeous, whatever they were. And that's all that matters. They were hot. And do you remember when Nick had like three three cell phones? <laughs> yeah, and he was proud of it. He said, he explained this to me. He said, one is for like, like, you know, people like you, Howard, you know, like, like me or other people. Then it was like. For chicks, he was seeing, and then there was a third line for like real important hot chicks. Right, right. This is levels yeah. of phones. There levels of phones, like, the, and you knew how hot you were by which phone you got. I <laughs> <laughs> was very. It was great. It was pretty impressive. Uh, impressive guy. Uh, you impressive know? because he handled that show so well too. And yeah. meanwhile, he'd do his hosting and he'd run back to the trailer and. He I had the whole thing going. He had the uh -huh. girl thing going and the uh -huh. AGT thing going all at the same time. It was like a Marx Brothers movie. Like, you know how those guys like run around and like, yeah. they, 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 there's something going on in every room. In they one got, room, uh, this is going on in that room, yeah, something it else. It was awesome. All right. Thanks, Ralph. It was a sight. Thank you. It was a sight. Yeah, exactly. A lot of voo 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 Hey, where's the hot chicks, Mo? Over there, you numbskull. Well, I do no have to hand it to him. He's not keeping it a secret. Frightening. It was no surprise to me when he collapsed a few months later. He had to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, he's exhausted. Uh, who else? Do you want to keep playing this game? I don't know. Do you care? I'll just uh, tell you. I, who died. I, I've been enjoying it. Sure. All right, Nobel Peace Prize winner and former Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev. 
He died. died. I thought he was dead a long time ago. When they announced that he died at 91, I was like, that's the dude with the wine stain on his head. Yeah, yeah. And I said, didn't he die like 25 years ago? And they go, no, No. he was alive. Yeah, all the time. But he was kind of a good guy. He was responsible for ending the Cold War. He reunified uh, Germany. He... Yeah, he dismantled the Soviet Union. Yeah. And then uh, Ivana Trump died, Donald's first wife. She died uh, at 73 years old after falling down the stairs in her apartment. What a horrible way to go. All right, Mikhail Gorbachev, Ivana Trump. Which of them was in a Pizza Hut ad in the mid-90s? Mikhail Gorbachev. Well, it's a trick question because both of them were. Oh, you're kidding. I knew he had been. Yeah. Gorbachev did a Pizza Hut ad in Russian, so I won't bother playing that. But here's Ivana Trump. She started this ad with Donald in 1995, three years after they got divorced. They did this commercial together, and why not? Huh. You really think this is the right thing for us to be doing, Ivana? What do your people think? Let them talk. Ivana, Ivana, Ivana. It's wrong, isn't it? But it feels so right. And it's a deal? Yes, we eat our pizza the wrong way. Crust first. Introducing stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. With a ring of cheese baked into a totally new, thinner crust, you'll want to eat it the wrong way. Crust first. May I have the last slice? Actually, you're only entitled to half. Large, just $9.99. There you go. Donald and Ivana in a Pizza Hut ad. Shocking. Olivia Newton-John died of breast cancer at 73 over the summer. Greece. She had to hit physical, you know, you know it. Anne Hayes died over the summer from a car crash at age 53. Yes. Wag the dog, Donnie Brasco, six days, seven nights. Did uh, Anne Hayes start her career as a country singer, or was that Olivia Newton-John? Who started out as a country singer? Anne well, Hayes, that's or? a tough one, because you know Olivia Newton-John made her money and her fame in music. Right. So it's possible she could have been a country singer at first. That's right. Anne Hayes, I'm sure she could sing. She was, you know, Miss Artiste and studied acting, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm, and all of mm-hmm. that. Good, good thoughts. Jeez. I'm going to guess, because this is a total guess, Anne Hayes. Well, this one you got wrong. Olivia Newton-John started out as a country uh, singer before see, she was be a... too obvious. Before physical, she sang, uh, she even won a Grammy in 1974 with a song called Let Me Be There. It's a country song. I think the guy in the background with the deep voice. The, the really deep voice. <laughs> that dude's name is Mike Samus. S-A-M-M-E-S. I don't know how you say it. Sam Samus. And he evidently did a lot of weird sound effects on Beatles albums, like in I Am the Walrus. You know, those deep voice. Oh, yeah, yeah dude, the dude in the background there. Maybe. <laughs> there you go. The other guy, uh, the other guy who died over the summer, I was sorry to uh, see, was uh, Larry Storch. He was fucking great. Yeah. Um, Vince Scully died. 
Vin Scully, the voice of the Dodgers for 67 years. He died over the summer, age 94. And comedian and actor Larry Storch died, age 99, just like my dad. Wow. He was... Um, Nine. Nine. He was amazing, Larry Storch. I met him a bunch of times on this show, but as a kid, I, got, I actually saw him work at my father's uh, recording studio. I saw him doing the voice of a Tennessee Tuxedo. Yeah, he did a lot of voiceover stuff. Well, Don the Adams did Tennessee. And, yeah, Don Adams yeah. did the voice of Tennessee at Tuxedo. And uh, Larry Storch, I don't know, he did a bunch of character. He would do a bunch of yeah. character voices. Fuck the game. I'll just give you this. Here's Larry Storch um, doing Tennessee Tuxedo. He was imitating. Um, he said with this voice. They loved it. He was doing an impression of the guy from The Wizard of Oz, the guy who played the. Um, he was imitating Frank Morgan. Who played what? Didn't he play? Is he the cowardly he lion? Played, no, I think he played The Wizard of Oz, the guy Frank. Okay. Anyway, Larry Storch was. Uh, yeah. I think that's what the story was. But anyway, he went in. And they hired him to play uh, Mr. Whoopi. This was Larry Storch on that cartoon. <laughs> so the way I figure it, Mr. Whoopi, we've got to bring back the giant clam or Stanley Livingston will skin us alive for taking his diving equipment. Well, my, my. You boys have gotten yourselves into some pretty deep water. We'll just have to see what the three-dimensional blackboard has to say about it. That's Larry, that's Larry Storch. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like Larry Storch at all. He was really a great voice. He was really good. Yeah. It was a thrill of my life to meet him when I was a kid. And my father worshipped those guys. Don Adams, Larry Storch. Those guys he respected. Oh, and I should mention Michelle Nichols died of heart failure this summer at age 89, Robin. Uhura. The first, first black woman to have a lead role in a TV series playing Lieutenant Uhura. On the original Star Trek. And Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver on Leave It a Beaver. He died of he liver did a lot cancer. Of directing. I didn't he, realize that. TV directing. All right, here's a good one for you. Was it Nichelle Nichols or Tony Dow from Leave It a Beaver who once released a synth jazz EP? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> was it Tony Dow or Nichelle Nichols? <laughs> it had a to be synth Nichelle Nichols. It was Nichelle Nichols. You got that right. The EP was called Dark Side of the Moon, like the Pink Floyd album. Dark Side of the Moon. And it came out less than a year after the Pink Floyd album, Dark Side of the Moon. Wow. Yeah. Here she is. Here she is doing her thing. Robin, can you help her a little? Much better. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you always improve these songs. I never get tired of that. Listening oh to that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there you what go. What is so it with all these Star Trek people trying to sing? 
Everyone had an out. You know, there was a point in the, I remember like, there was a point where every per- famous person used to put out a music album, whether yes, they could, yes. like, like Leonard Nimoy had a talking album, uh, you know, where he talked the lyrics, same with, right. Oh no, I think Leonard Nimoy actually sang. He Anybody sang, know? I think. You're absolutely right, because we played it before. He sang. Yeah, he sang. He did, was like a folk singer, Leonard yeah. Nimoy. But there were a ton of like TV actors who all tried to put out albums, and they were all bad. Yeah, or uh, even women. You know, they'd be in a sitcom, and the next thing you know, they'd have a, a an album. Well, you know what it is. The music business was so flush with money <laughs> they, like the music business which this billion billion billions of dollars a year from you know legit artists that they figured well, they'll throw anything at the wall they yeah, would, you remember know, david soul did put did put out an album and shelly fabre <laughs> shelly fabre i bought three copies of that <laughs> shelly fabre what was she from uh the donna Rico? yeah shelly fabre yeah. she yeah. was the daughter she was kind of hot. Yeah. I think I even remember the song, Johnny Angel. Was that it? I don't know. Yeah, there's that point. Oh, there she is. There's a point in every, uh, you know, actress or actor's career. They go, you know, I got so many of these fucking fans. Maybe they'll go buy this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did enough show today. So did you. It's a good show. Packed with material. Packed with fun. Packed with laughs. But uh, there you go. Yeah. I read you all the fan feedback. Did I? Rosie O'Donnell, uh, people love you. her. Oh, good. Ah! Gary and Robin at the Pearl Jam concert. A lot of ah! letters came in about that. A lot of people like when Eddie Vedder name dropped. Uh, people from the show they enjoyed that good for robin and gary for going to pearl jam howard you got to get out there look at what you're missing eddie was curious to see if you were in attendance doesn't that frustrate you with regret yeah i would have loved to have been there so awesome to hear pearl jam honoring howard in the show they're so fucking badass pearl jam and the howard stern show are two of my favorite cultural institutions it was awesome to hear eddie mention howard gary and robin is fred upset that he was left out yeah Fred's in a dark place today. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd ask him about it, but he will not talk about it. <laughs> it's too painful. A lot of fans are speculating there is an attraction. There's an attraction. Okay, okay. Take it easy. A lot, of fans, a lot of fans are speculating there's an attraction between Robin and Eddie Vedder, which wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, my goodness. We Eddie admire is, each other. Eddie is clearly a huge fanboy of Robin. She's still <laughs> got it. You go, Robin. Rock stars are pining over you in your infectious laugh. <laughs> Here's another one. After hearing Eddie Vedder's clear infatuation with Robin, we know what the Pearl Jam song Glorified G is about. Robin's bra, of course. <laughs> it's a double G. Well, no, you're down to no, a G. I now. lost the G. Good for you. <laughs> Some people think Gary is hoarding concert tickets from listeners. I'm so sick and tired of Sirius XM throwing free concerts so Gary and not the su- subscribers can go. 
<laughs> Gary hoards all the t- Gary hoards all the tickets from the real fans. Go hoard some chocolate and lock spread and leave the tickets to us, the play the paying subscribers. Not not a bad point. Not I have nothing point. to do with the tickets. I don't control the tickets. And there were lots of people from Sirius there. All right. Gary I, I just I was looking. Uh, Clint Eastwood had an album out in the early '60s of cowboy songs. From there Loud. you go. And then Steven Seagal. I got to get a hold of this. I even know the Steven Seagal had an album out called "Songs from the Crystal Cave." I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell you, it's bad. I've never heard it, but <laughs> wow. There you go. Uh, this Friday, I should mention our special airing, our special that's going to air the Pearl Jam concert that Robin triumphantly attended and uh, had this moment with Eddie Vedder. And that concert at the Apollo Theater for Sirius XM's small stage, the show will air right here on Howard 101, 5 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Next Friday, we'll air the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers small stages concert. Yeah. So uh, you'll enjoy that, I'm sure. And I'm excited that we can present that to you. Spin, Rolling Stone Magazine, and Stereo Gum all reviewed the concert and mentioned that Gary and Robin were in attendance. Uh, Robin, in fact, uh, took away a lot from Pearl Jam's glory because uh, almost the whole article is raving about Robin's triumphant appearance at the (laughs) Pearl Jam concert. Sure. She is on my tits. Stereo Gum didn't even mention Gary's real name. Here, I'll read you the quote. Vetter also dedicated Vitalogy's hardcore light highlight, Spin the Black Circle, to Baba Buhai and Robin Baba Quivers Baba of Sirius XM. Baba Booey? Baba yeah. Booey, yeah. Oh, my. The, yeah, there you go. But uh, Gary took his son to the concert, too. Did you see Lucas yeah. Delabicio there? I told there? you, I was, I was sitting next to Lucas there for the whole go. concert. Very Baba good. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Honored. Was he able to take his eyes off of you to watch the concert? Well, you know he's my best friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, what else? Yeah. Anyway, I would have liked to have attended. I'm a big uh, fan of Eddie Vedder. Oh, Delabate? No, of Eddie Vedder. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, that's it. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow.